podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm hustling. We want to talk boxing, real boxing. BoxingVoice.com. The kid is back, and I ain't going nowhere. And all you motherfuckers out there watching this know who you see every fucking day. Ness Hainer. My consistency is unmatched. You ain't been here 12 years in this shit, and I'm going to be here tomorrow. I don't need no fucking deal. I don't need no fucking deal. I don't need no fucking deal. Niggas is gonna come listen to me because they gonna come listen to me. Nest Hainer. Don't leave. <laughs> True birds, motherfuckers. SDS what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. Buenos dias, all the way on the West Coast, 6 a.m. and counting. What up to my East Coasters over here in Florida. Yeah, I'm a little bit late. Only a couple minutes, but you know, when you out here in the East Coast getting this Floridian sun, you got to go for your morning run. So I'm feeling energized and ready to talk about Tim Zhu, who had a dominating performance over Tony Harrison, but sets up his fight with Jermel Charlo, the undisputed champion, and looks like we got new information. For starters, Jermel wants Tim Zhu next. No tune-ups, no warm-up fights. He's going straight into Tim Zhu. Second, Tim Zhu just did an interview about 14 hours ago where he said he's taking one week off and he's back in the gym. He's He said minimum him and Charlo got to be fighting by July. So that's amazing news for us as we already have a jam-packed first and second quarter on our hands. You know, you got Devin Haney and Lomachenko May 20th. I know Tio and Taylor are in like in June. Berlanga's coming back in June. I mean, by the time July rolls around, even Anthony Joshua's in April. I mean, by the time July rolls around, uh, we've we would have had so many fights. And uh, you know, Jamel Charlo, Tim Zhu fits on the schedule nicely, nicely. But this is what we're here to discuss this. Fine morning. So if you're going to be joining us, don't forget to smash the thumbs up button. Yes, it's something I'm going to tell you every single day. Like I might start telling you every day that this is also available to consume via iHeart, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere that podcasts are found. You don't have to just watch this here on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice where you should be subscribed to the YouTube channel, trying to help us get to our goal, because we have, you know, goals here monthly, 
Uh, right now, we're trying to get to 166,000. Looks like we're at 165,607. So we still need about 400 and some change just to get to our next goal. But we will be happy to do that today if you want to help us get there. How do you do that? Easy. Grab your device and subscribe. Already subscribed? Grab your friend's device and subscribe. Your, your kids, I don't care. But listen, we're on Discord. We're also on Twitter Spaces. Twitter's is rocking out with us today, bright and early. And you can also call the number above my head, 1425-569-5241. We're here to discuss the fight that is Jamel Charlo defending his undisputed belts against Tim Zhu. So we'll start a poll and uh, we'll keep it basic, right? We're going to ask who wins and how. Maybe things have changed now that... Zoo got this knockout over uh, Tony Harrison, common opponent with, obviously, Jamel Charlo, the only person to beat Jamel Charlo. And how is my question? So we'll keep it simple. Obviously, uh, YouTube hasn't corrected their polls yet, so all we can do is give you four options. Those four uh, will obviously be Jamel Charlo uh, by decision or Jamel Charlo by knockout, vice and, and you know, vice versa for uh, Tim Zhu. Same two options. Uh, until they correct this, we won't be able to put draw, which, you know, let's, let's face it, draws barely happen in the sport. They do, but not often. Not as often as, uh, you know, decisions, whether that be uh, via scorecards or knockout. But... I was impressed by what Tim was able to do, and, uh, you know, this win does rate or raise him from a ranking standpoint. And I don't mean traditional rankings of your sanctioning bodies. I just mean where we rank him as a fighter in, you know, the 154-pound division. Um, and I'm also very... Excited and happy that Jamal Charlo, Jamel Charlo, excuse me, decided no tune-up. Um, you know, it just it just seems better to jump right into this fight and um, strike while the iron is hot, if that makes any sense. Obviously, these guys uh, just fought Harrison and Zoo. Zoo picking up the win. So it's fresh in our minds, you know. Um, so Jamel saying that he would like to go straight into Zoo and that he's seen nothing, you know, nothing special, nothing different. He's Zoo is Zoo. And, you know, that's how he feels. We'll see how he handles the, the pressure of a, a Tim Zoo, you know. But as you can see from the Ring Magazine Top 10, Michael Soro, Jesus Christ. I can't believe how long this name has been there. Poor guy. You know, he doesn't get talked about with the top names. But, um, and maybe because he's not a top name, but he's always been in and around there. So crazy. Uh, Charles Conwell coming in at number nine. He was uh, allegedly the lead sparring partner for Tony Harrison. And then you have Israel Mad Maddimov. Uh, and I believe... Let me see, where is he at? Okay, no, I thought that was Bakram 
Mutaliavi or whatever, who is uh, the IBF mandatory, but it is not. Then you got Liam Smith, who may be fighting Eubank Jr. again at 60, uh, or a catchweight, right? I think it should be 60. Um, you got Magdamed Karabanov, who's a good fighter, and he beat Liam. And then you got Erickson Lubin, you know, and he's coming off of that Fundora loss, but he's coming back to the Lewis Cubis Aries fight. Tony Harrison, number four, who just lost. Tim, who just won. And uh, Sebastian Fundora, who is now fighting Brian Mendoza, who's not ranked in the top 10 of the ring, but certainly ranked amongst us hardcores for his win over Jason Rosario. But as you can see, he's number 12 in the IBF. And is he any higher anywhere else? Wow. Well, he's going to get a hell of a shot. He's not, am I like not seeing this? Because I don't see him top 15 in the WBC. So they're giving Fundora a voluntary defense outside of the top 15 as the interim champion. That's pretty interesting there. So, again, um, it looks to me like Tim is probably the biggest name for Charlo to get in there with and um, make it interesting. We've already seen Brian Castaño twice. So, I wouldn't mind the order that it looks like it's coming down, right? Obviously, you have to take care of your mandatory in Tim Zoo first. You know, you do Zoo, and then uh, you go ahead and you do Fundora, the WBC mandatory. And if you're Charlo, I know he may not want to hear this, but if you're Charlo, you got to hope that Erickson can build himself back up so that Lubin can earn that rematch that has some history because you you do need dance partners and you, you know, you don't necessarily want to move up if you don't have to. Now, he can because it sounds like his brother, Jamal, is moving to 68. But what is there at 60, and is it worth it? You know, if he could, I would like to see him stay at 54 and kind of go on his B-hop Gennady Golovkin. You know, wait around for guys like Xander Zayez to develop. That could be a big fight. Maybe it's something that they can do uh, as a negotiation versus waiting for purse bids being as though Xander's highly ranked in the WBO, Puerto Rican descent, gives Charlo an opportunity to come to that New York area, maybe go to Madison Square Garden, maybe bring it back to the Barclays Center. That's a decent fight in the future. You know, weight, weight has never seemed to be a problem for Jermel. Uh, then, you know, guys like Yoel Viz Gomez, if they can keep building, you know, you create this allure of a puncher. 
maybe he can be a villain or a nemesis, you know. Um, Danny Garcia, but there's rumors that he is looking to move to 60 and challenge Islandri Lora. Charles Conwell, another big name, but had a lackluster performance versus my Dominican brethren. Romero, I believe was his name. Let me double check. But, um, you know, Conwell needs to get a nice, solid win that puts him back in gracious. Yep, Juan Carlo Abregu. I said a What I said? Did I say a braille? No, I, didn't. I don't know what I said. I think I said Romero by mistake. But... This fight, no one was expecting this. Like, this dude got bodied by Boots. Watch this. You click here. And look, Boots bodied him in six. But then Charles Conwell, the puncher, couldn't do it at a division above. So it was like, and now granted, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie and not tell you that in this Boots fight, my man literally got out of jail uh, a week before and they cut the bracelet so to let him fight boots that Saturday but you know so different circumstances maybe Abreu had more of a camp for Conwell but still he moving up and Conwell was the devastating puncher that you know killed somebody in the ring like I don't know he needs a little bit more oops he needs a little bit more um he needs a win he needs a win he needs a decent win maybe him and Castaño maybe uh you know Fuck, I don't even know who else. He needs a decent win, a name win, man. Something to put him there. Maybe they should try and get him. You know, that's Lou DeBella's fault. That's a Lou DeBella fighter. Austin Trout would be good. Austin Trout has fought everybody in that 54-pound division, man. And uh, he just got a win in bare knuckle. He is a little older at this point. He's at 37 years old. Um, but look, he got a draw with Terrell Gachet. Gachet put down Tim Zhu, you know, and had a good fight with Erickson Lubin. He lost a 12-round majority decision to Jermel Charlo, the current undisputed champ. He lost by stoppage to Jared Hurd when Jared Hurd was in his prime. Jamal also beat him, the bigger brother, but that went the decision, you know. Then... You got Laura that beat him and Canelo that beat him. And then he has that great win over Miguel Cotto, the Delvin Rodriguez win, you know, the Canelo brother win, Rigoberto Alvarez. Uh, so that's a good fight. Yes, he's at the back half. But before you guys get, like, all sour on that, keep in mind that the U.K. doesn't throw away their fighters. You know, Derek Chisora is entitled to continue to make money over there. And he's in big opportunities. This isn't the biggest opportunity for, for Austin Trout. It's nowhere near an opportunity that Derek Chisora normally gets. So don't hate on him if he can get a fight with Conwell. Conwell needs it. He doesn't have the names on his resume. Look at his resume. Wendy Toussaint, Patrick Day. Yeah, I love Day. Rest in peace. I know Day. Abreu, I know him. He's Dominican, but it's like, who was Conwell B? Day is the biggest name. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, he could use an Austin Trout. So before you squint your teeth up or 
you know, your lips or whatever the phrase is these days. You, you know, think about that shit. Think about that. Um, Harold Calderon is there, but he's not a big name. This would just be another undefeated dude that he beats. This is a this is a welterweight, but he did get ranked at at, at 54 because he fought one time above that way. Takaishi Inoue, I'm not going to say this is a great win or a good win, but it's a decent win if he can get it. And I mean Conwell to build himself up as a potential Jamel Charlo opponent. Inoue is a common opponent with, obviously, Tim Zhu. So, I mean, Conwell's got to force his way in there. He is number two in the WBC, so maybe they just waiting for an opportunity. But... It's crazy, right? Because I went to the WBC convention in October with Danny. And, um, you know, speaking of Danny, like I'm screen sharing the messages, trying to see what the fuck. Uh, I went to the WBC convention with Danny, and Conway was like number six or something. Bro, he's, he's jumped to two without doing anything. Like, he's done nothing. Like, he hasn't fought. Like, look. Like, this fight, what, 2022 of November? And and that was, like, during the convention. Like, he had already had that fight, I believe. Or right after the convention, he was scheduled to have this fight because this was for, like, some sort of silver or something. But um, it was crazy how he's at number two right now. So shout out to him. I guess he just got away. And Liam is tied up with his rematch. So that fight won't happen with Conwell and Liam. Um, and I oh, is this this might be. Is this? Let me see his his last fight. Yeah, this is uh before I click it, just so you see how nasty I am. This is Tom Lawford's middleweight. Pretty sure. Yep, he fought Gallimore last. This is Lawford's middleweight. So they they will definitely be willing. See that? Tom Lawford. So they would definitely be willing to do the fight with Conwell. The problem is they don't have a network. And he's got a fight scheduled already. A WBC Continental America Super Bowl. Look at that. Uh, so him and Conwell might end up fighting for sure. But there's no network. You got to find a network that's going to want to air that. Neither of those dudes have a network. Conwell's with Lou DiBella and gets fights occasionally with PBC or wherever he can. And, you know, I won't even begin to try to pronounce Sir Heel or Sir He's uh, last uh, name. But, you know, I've never seen a dude fight. I get his press releases from uh, Tom Lawford, but never seen a dude fight. He did retire Nathan Gallimore, if that's, you know, means anything to you. But yeah, man, that 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 154-pound division, not the best division. But let me actually go back to screen share to show you. So so some might say, nah, he should just move up. He already did all he could do. There's not much there. He gonna move up to fight his brother's battles with Carlos Adamas. Because it looks like Jamal's moving up to 68. Now, look at the top 10 at 60. And, you know, Gennady's probably going to fight Berlanga. 
he's not looking for any. Well, I guess maybe. Well, can he? Would Gennady be willing to fight the former or current undisputed champ if he decided to move up and call out Gennady while still holding his belts at 54? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think Gennady would rather take that easy right with Belanga, the big money fight, a lot of attention. I don't know. Jaime Monguilla, is he going to want to fight Jamal? I don't know. I, I seen Oscar saying, let's make the Charlo fight, but he's talking about Jamal. So I don't know. Uh, Johnny Beck doesn't even want to fight Adamas. And we, did, we had an interview with the matchmaker. They were not expecting what they got with the Bentley fight, so they're not going to go into the former undisputed champion. And that's not a sexy fight. You know, 60 and 54 sound about the same, except at least you got a Xander Zayas that brings the Puerto Rican, you know, fan base, and that could be a big fight uh, in a couple of fights. I, I don't know. I don't really see much at 60. Dervianchenko is tired. Laura, maybe I guess that's something that Jamel can tell Al, look, I'm going to move up and fight Laura so I could be two-time. Laura's got the real WBA now as he's been elevated and Gennady vacated. But how big is that fight? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not big. I, I don't know. There's not much there, bro. Not at 60. Like, wow, I am really struggling to find a big-name fight. I'm going to go to the chat and see what you guys think. Wow. 60 seems pretty whack, too. I mean, you know, Adamus is a decent fight, but is that big? It's a decent fight. It's definitely a hardcore fight, but is it big? I don't know. I think, I think you stick around 54. You got the Xander fight. You got in the immediate, you, you have the Zoo fight. Huge name. Huge name. You know, hopefully Zuka win four rounds and you do like Mayweather and you give him a rematch. Then you can do Fondora. By then, Danny would have fought Laura and, and knows, well, nah, that's, that's 160. So, yeah, you know, you do Zoo, then you do Fondora, and hopefully by then Xander is ready. These guys are fighting once every 10 months, so... You know, if you do Zoo, then you do Fundora. Xander should be ready, if not Conwell. Conwell isn't the biggest name. That's like fighting Adamus at 60, I know. But again, it's uh it's 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 better than 60. It's better than 60 for sure. In my opinion. In my opinion, um, I don't I don't know what else would be out there that would be worth it to Jamel. But again, this is all dependent on how difficult it would be to make that weight of 154 for him. Um, you know. It's difficult. Again, there's not very many names out there. 
especially not big ones, you know, everyone's looking for pay-per-view fights as a way to say that they've arrived, that they are a star, but I don't know. You know, Mendo like even if Fundora beats Mendoza or Mendora Mendoza beats Fundora, I don't know that either become big enough, even with their nationalities, um, of being a pay-per-view B-side. Maybe Fundora, because he's been on television so much, but it's still difficult. You know, he doesn't have this fan base of rabbit fans buying tickets and following him from city to city. And I I don't know, is this the first time he's going to main event? Has he been a main event fighter before this? You know, and again, for Jamel, if you stick around at 54, you got the option of, Crawford waking up and smelling the coffee, realizing that Earl isn't going to fight him, calling up Paco Varacasel and doing exactly what me and Paco talked about here on this show live with you guys, and that's activating the super champion clause in the WBO, challenging Jamel Charlo. Paco went as far as telling us that he, Terrence, could activate it and actually jump Zoo but he would have to activate it. Now, you know, we had that interview with Paco. For me, it feels like a month ago. Do I know if it's been a month? Not sure. But Crawford and his team should have already sent the letter. Let's be real. You know, you snatch that fight from fucking Al and, and, and Jamel, and all shit hits the fan. Not to mention, you become... Undisputed, if you can be Jamel. Now, we know that he's going to be fighting Rocha, allegedly. We'll see how Golden Boy does that. How big of a fight can they make that? Because they're going to pull out all the stops. They're going to treat Crawford like he's Canelo that day. And for that buildup, you know, they're going to try and woo him because they want Crawford to allow them both, you know, uh, Golden Boy B-Hop and Oscar to represent him in the Earl Spence negotiations. They feel they can get it done. And maybe they could, especially since they got the Ryan Garcia fight done, right? You can't put it past them. You got to give them the benefit of the doubt. They were able to do the unthinkable and give us the super fight that is Ryan versus Tank. So, let's see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. But you know the number to call in is 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. We also have Discord open and we have Blog Talk open 
and even Twitter spaces for anyone that wants to call using those broadband platforms. Remember, no callers, no show. Then that means you guys have to find a way to keep yourself entertained during work. I mean, yesterday, what we do, about four hours? Maybe that's half your work day. Then you had your lunch break, so you was golden. But, you know... Um, it takes engagement from the uh, audience, obviously. Speaking of engagement, if you haven't already done so, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. That's, that's absolutely free. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this episode and this channel in the eyes of other boxing fans, which introduces them to what we do and, you know, hopefully motivates them to call into the show to give you new characters to listen to. Right now, we're going to check our poll. We got a poll going about who wins and how for this fight. Jamel Charlo versus Tim Zhu. Who wins and how? Looks like Charlo by decision is a 23%. Jamel Charlo by KO, a whopping 56%. Wow. That's huge. And uh, Tim Zhu by decision is 7%. While Zhu by knockout who's knocked out a lot of guys, is only 14%. So they're not really giving uh, Tim uh, any shot here at winning this fight. Very slim shot, very slim shot at winning the fight. Looks like we got our first caller of the day. Salute, salute. We're going out to. We're going out to the 262. Who's this? Let me see on my sheet. Damn, Adrian, why well, I don't know your shit by heart? I should know that by now. Adrian in Wisconsin, what up? What's going on? Can you hear me? Perfect. All right. Um, yeah, I think that uh, the 160-pound and the 154-pound division are kind of in like uh, – I know you don't really watch other sports in this, but uh, I think it's in a point where you got this uh, – they're rebuilding. Let's just be honest. You got champions there. You got the two brothers who want to move up, 154, 160. And I think that you have to let that – those divisions rebuild themselves. You got to build up new stars, things of that nature. I think that's kind of the problem with those divisions is that you got clear champions. You got champions on the decline. You look at Gennady, he gave up his belt. Um, so I think we just got to give those divisions time to rebuild. And unfortunately, with guys fighting once every 10 months, twice a year if we're lucky, you know, it might be a couple years before we, those divisions are hot again. Would you agree with me? I mean, I think it just takes a, a polarizing figure. You know, if you had a guy that speaks like Harrison, he'd make all those fights interesting. No, that's true. That's true. And I think that some of these guys, like we've talked about on TBD over the years, I mean, especially like a Terrence Crawford, like some of these guys got to have show a certain level of personality. They got to sell themselves. They got to make themselves a household name. And they got to ingrain themselves in the culture. Like, what do you think makes Tank so big, right? 
he's got rappers coming to, you know, actors, you know, he's ingrained in the hip hop culture and other cultures. He reaches out you know, and he resonates with a lot of different people, um, people at a high status level. And that's what these guys need to do. But I still really think that those divisions are kind of in a place where we need new stars to rise. And, you know, until we get those new stars to rise, those new personalities, those new attitudes, I mean, I think we're going to be kind of stuck with what we got until these guys build up. Like, I like these Puerto Rican stars. I like Xander. But, you know, Xander's still building up. And uh, I don't want to say he's beating tomato cans, but, you know, I mean, I don't think Xander's been in a 50-50 fight yet. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we got to wait for these guys to truly come to stardom. They're being built, uh, you know, carefully constructed. Puerto Rico's been looking for a new star. I mean, look what happened with Berlanga. You know, they were building him up. He was this monster. And now we're kind of looking at him and we're questioning, is he really that guy now? Or is he just some guy who was hyped up and he's, he's not the truth, you know, in the future? So I think that we're kind of at, at a point where we're questioning a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's good that we got, like, the Tim Zoos and the Tarlos, and these are these are fights that we should be, you know, running out to make um, the bigger fights and let these other guys develop so we can have bigger fights in the future. But, yeah, brother, um, that's my call. Man, it's good to see you in Florida out there running and, and grinding and everything. I just got done at the gym. I just put in about two and a half hours. So I'm going to get on with my day and uh, listen to the show. All right, champ. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate the call as always. We go on a tram. What up? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo. Good morning. Good morning, champ. Hope you're doing all right this morning, everybody that's tuning in. Um, just wanted to call in, uh, speak a little bit about the Jamel Charlo and uh, Tim Zoo fight. I think honestly it's gonna be a, a dog fight. Um Zhu is definitely impressive. Um Mel, you know, he hasn't really been active that much. Um I think the first couple rounds that ring rust is gonna show, but uh he's gonna get rhythm and I think it's gonna be a dog fight. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be that easy for Mel, um, especially with the momentum um that Tim got. And uh, as far as that division, um you're right, man. I don't really know who else Mel can fight. Uh, I mean, the Flandora, I think that, that could be potentially a, a big fight. I like that fight. Um, and even, I, honestly, depending on how Danny looks, if, if he does go ahead and fight Laura, I won't be mad at uh, Jamel moving up and uh, facing Danny. I think um, that could be, be a, a good fight. And uh, possibly... I don't know a big, big fight, um, but, uh, you know, Danny is the name, and that could be, you know, someone for uh, Jamel after, you know, Tim and um, Fandora. What you think about that? Garcia? Yeah, yep, Danny Garcia. I, if, I, I, if I'm he with you. That's what I'm saying. I'm with you on that. Like, I got to see how he looks. Like, if he wins it and he looks good, then, I mean, yeah, I ain't going to be mad at it, but, like, if he's struggling, you know, and it's just like an opportunity to give Mel a belt, I'm not gonna be ecstatic. Yeah, we, how do you think about Danny's last performance against uh, Benavidez? 
He did good, but that was 54, and that was a welterweight moving up yeah, to 54. Yeah, so he yeah. ain't really fight a 54-pounder. Now he about to try to fight Laura as some sort of 155 catchweight for the 160 belt. I don't know. Laura been at oh, 54. Yeah. Laura was at 54 his whole life. Like Laura And Laura, Laura gave Canelo hell. Lorraine wasn't oh, easy. Man, yeah. He won an easy fight for nobody. You know, her was the only one that could, like, mow him down. So, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be – I don't know. That's a good fight for Danny to prove something because he – you know, being real, like, he ain't pick up a legit – a legit I respect you type of win. Like, not me, but, like, his contemporaries. Like, he ain't pick up a win where his contemporaries respect him in a minute. Like – yeah, I think the last one was against uh, Tisa. That was probably the last one, and uh, Judah was was a good one. But yeah, you're right. Other than that, he kind of fell short. But and, and most likely, I think they'll probably fight at a catchweight too. I don't think it'll be a, a full blown 160. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but I, I will also I also like uh, Terrence Crawford moving up the weight too, man, and, and challenging Mel. Me for all too, the titles man. Too. Me too. I think he need to go ahead on and 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 do that, man. You know, if, if instead of just waiting around for Spence, because honestly, I don't think that fight is ever gonna get made. And honestly, man, it's it's turning into like uh, Pacquiao and Mayweather at this point, man. But other other than that, I would like to see uh, Crawford and Mel. I think that would be a big fight, a huge, huge, huge pay per view fight, in my opinion. Mm. But uh. That's that's all I got, champ. Just wanted to, uh, you know, share my thoughts on that. All right. Appreciate all right, you calling was... in. Kentrell, yes, what up? What's up, Unc? So, I don't think that Will Timmy, I don't think Charles should fight Will Timmy first off of an injury. I don't hear you get in and fight like a warm-up, you know what I mean? Because even though I don't think Lil Timmy is really that good, he do do some things well. And when you don't fight in so long, man, you have a little ring rust. So I don't really like this fight to be next for Charlo. I I like him to get like a, a warm up or a tune up fight. And uh, yeah, I just, I just don't think he should come back like that. He, but I do think the fact that Charlo has been out so long. I do think that the fight will last a little bit longer. So instead of like little Timmy getting knocked out in like two rounds, he was active. I think it might take like maybe three or four rounds for little Timmy to get knocked out. But I still wouldn't recommend him going straight to the fight with. Uh, I wouldn't recommend Charlo going to the fight with him. That's my call. All right, Phoenix, stand up, Contrell. Thanks for calling in, Indiana. Khalid, what up? What up? Hey yo. That was kind of wild. He was calling bro little Timmy. I don't think that was kind of funny though. But uh, so wait, Charlo saying that he ain't gonna even take a tune up. He just gonna go straight to Tim Zoo. He don't even want to tune up. Is that what he's saying? Yep. He said he been training for Zoo, so what's the point? Mm. Well, I think that's a tough fight. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I'm not mad at him for doing that. You know, I was thinking he was gonna take the tune up, but he like, you know, I'm. Um, that just shows his confidence. He's just saying, yo, I'm undisputed. So I'm going to just go ahead and rock out like that. This might not be a popular opinion, but I think Fondura easy work for Charlo. I think that's easy work. I think And and, and I like Fondura. I think he's a good fighter. 
you know, I'm I'm at now. Maybe off his next fight, I may change my mind. But if I go off the punching power of of Charlo, and I just don't like that matchup for Fondora, so I think that's easy work. I think the biggest fight is shit probably Bud moving up. But we like, hey, yo, that like might be wishful thinking. Cause do you think you think Bud too small, bro? Like, like you do you do you? I mean, Charlo is the bigger man. It's it's like. It's like Bud too small. Is that like wishful thinking by us to like kind of think that that could happen, or even think that that's a good fight? Um, I I, I don't think he's too small, man. I mean, you know, we know for a fact he sparring Stephen Nelson, a sixty-eight pounder, and and we've heard other stories of bigger people. We know for a fact he sparred Jesus Ramos, the undefeated hundred and fifty-four pounder that's about to fight Joey Spencer. We know for a fact he sparred Carlos Adamas, 54, now 60. So, yeah, nah, man, I think Bud, he could do it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that information because that, that certainly changed my opinion. But he just got to send a letter in there, man. If, if, if that's what we're going to do, so call him, man. Get Get my man on the phone who always calling in his trainer or something, man. Let shoot him a text. We can make it happen. You know, you always making the moves in boxing, man. Let him know. You know, what I'm saying? somebody text or call or do something. Uh, but um, man, yeah, bro. That's it. That's all I got. But yeah, Tim Zoo, easy. Work. I mean, I'm not gonna say easy work. That's gonna be a tough fight. That's going 12 rounds. Tim Tim Zoo, not light work. That's that's. That's going to be a tough fight. Tim Zoo game. I think Fondura easy works. Oh, last thing, Xander Zayas. Since that's cross promotion, do you even think that that could happen? Like, you know, he over at top rank. That's that's PBC. Like, that kind of got to be a big, big fight. It seems like Xander got to have some belts or something before that. I mean, well, he can't have no belts. Because, because he, um, nah, he just got to get in mandatory PBC. position. That's it. That's, that's how you avoid okay. the whole PBC shit. He already number six in the WBO, okay. so they get him a couple more people, and it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Um, damn. They get him a couple okay. more people, and it's a wrap. He'll be in, in that mandatory position at 54. Right now, he's ranked six. Look, he could fight Josh mm -hmm. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure mm -hmm. Xander beating the shit out of Josh Kelly. Um that Harrison about to drop out the rankings now. Harrison dropping. Zoo is also moving up as an interim. He not going to be in the rankings no more. So it's just going to be Bakram, Conwell, Josh Kelly, Xander. So all them getting bumped up. Believe me, they could do something with somebody. Like if 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 the matchmakers think he ready for Mulatayev or whatever the fuck is Bakram's last name is. It, that shit would be for an interim, or, I mean, or an eliminator. Yo, I feel like you don't, I mean, you think you ain't too high on Xander. Do you think that's a good fight for Charlo? You think he hold up or you need to see more? No, I think Xander needs one or two more fights. Not one, definitely two or three more. So that's why I said, like, you know, he fight Tim. Hopefully Tim do good enough. Like, he win four rounds. You could do a rematch like Mayweather did with Maydonna. Get that Australian mm -hmm. money. Then, by then, Fondora ready. Maybe he gained a little bit more popularity. You rock out with Fondora. Mm -hmm. So then, by then, Xander Zayas should be number one. Mm -hmm. He better be. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He he not yeah, sure, he man. not getting a million dollars a fight, so he could fight three times this year. He could fight three times next year, and that's it. It's time to fight Charlo because Charlo only fighting once every ten months, once every year. Yeah, that's fair. All right, cool, bro. I'm out, man. Thank you for everything, bro. You got it. You got it. Uh, you know the number to call in one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press one one time. Davidian, what up, what up? Davidian. You. All right, I don't know. We're going to come back to Davidian. Uh, you can call in 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Looks like we all... I do give him a shot because he is pretty impressive. Oh, but yeah. There goes Davidian. I don't know, man. I've, I've, been looking at, I've been looking at some of Tim's old fights. I've been looking at Charlo's past fights. Like... I don't know, man. Charlo, he's a good boxer puncher. Like he lets his hands go. He gonna test. He gonna test um, Tim's chin. That's for sure. So, and it wasn't like Tony. You know, Tony wasn't. Tony did touch him up, but I know the the Charlo fight. That's the fight, though. I feel like that's a good name. Who whoever wins, so. I don't know. I'm just excited to see, you know, we getting great fights at these weight classes, especially 154. So, yeah, I'm excited. So, that's what I want to see next. And, uh, yeah, great show as always. And God bless you and God bless the boxing uh, back call. All I'm right, out. champ. Um, I got Benitez boxing. What's going on? Calling in Hello. from Boston. You know. Can you hide me? Perfect. Where, where? Good morning, Ness. Um, oh, my we God. I'm still screen sharing. Lord have mercy. What up? Charlo today? Yeah. Tank, Tank, Ryan. Yo, so hold on. Uh, I was listening yesterday about the whole Tank Ryan thing, man. The shit that pisses me off is like, I know a lot of people... You know, what I like about this show is, is your consistency. Um, and a lot of people you was asking, uh, they really couldn't really uh, they couldn't really say anything about, like, why it's okay for this dude to have a catch weight and a rehydration clause. Like, if you want the best to fight the best at their best, then this is, this, this, we're not getting that right now, plain and simple. And if Ryan were to lose, uh, there's already a built-in crutch. Um, you know, like, we can't really give Tank full credit because he fought Barrios at his weight. He moved up, no rehydration clause. And if I'm not mistaken, it was two welterweights that he was saying he could, he could knock out, it was Keith Thurman and Terrence Crawford. He was saying Crawford was chinny. Now, if he were to fight those two guys, I know there wouldn't be no – I mean, he, he can't expect them to come down even lower than 147 to fight him. He, you I mean, it's so, obviously he, it's obvious he was, he wasn't, he'll never fight him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's saying he could knock him out, but he would never fight him when push come to shove. Cause look at all the restrictions he put Garcia in. So how exactly. he gonna fight Crawford or, 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 or Thurman? Like, 
fuck he want them to do? Yeah. Lose a leg or and, some and, shit? And and, and 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 like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know he's going to win, whether he has the rehydration clause or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, it's just, he knows that if he were to lose that out of, you know, some weird shit that happened or whatever, then that messes up everything else going on at, at 135, you know, Shakur, Devin, and all that. And um, it's just his way of just, it's like a pissing contest. These dudes always do that shit. They want to see how much they can get away with, with that A-side shit. Um, you know, like, it's just like uh, that whole alpha male shit. You know what I mean? They're just trying to see how much they can get away with, and they want to be the one to, like, have the advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's done it. Floyd, Canelo. Um, so we have to keep the same energy. Uh, if if they didn't like it when somebody else did it, they can't sit here and 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 act like, oh well, that's boxing, you know. Like that's not what they were saying way back when, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of sucks because. Like I mean, I said, some people just built different, though. Some people just built different. When Jamal Charlo was being called the duck by Julian Williams and the fans when he was the mandatory. Jamal was saying, bro, I can't make the weight. I got to move up. And he did, but he did, though. But, but he did. To, to prove people wrong that he wasn't ducking, you know? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Same thing. And he didn't, he didn't put nobody in the catchway, no rehydration clause. He didn't say, yo, I can't make mm-hmm. the weight. I just want to shut your mouth up. Let's fight at a catchway. Nah, he challenged himself. Same thing with his brother. When his brother was going to fight Castaño and the world thought Castaño was a puncher and that he would duck Castaño, he ain't put him in no catchway. He ain't put him in no rehydration. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that people he, defending he this shit like is crazy to me, man. It's crazy, but whatever. And he weighed in like at 153. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. He, I think he weighed in like at 152 for that fight. He came even lower than, than expected for the weigh-in. You know, so that, that, that says a lot. And that's why you got to, you know, a, a lot of the guys figure, like, they take an L, that's it. It's not about taking the L. It's what you do after taking the L. And, and he took the L from Harrison, came back and beat him, and came back ultimately and undisputed. But let's be you honest, know? though. You know, Charlo could also offer the fight to, to Crawford. He don't got to wait for Crawford yeah. to go to WBO, right? He could, he could offer him the fight. You know what I'm saying? He could <clears> offer <throat> him the fight. They could try to negotiate. What? I don't I don't. And I don't think Crawford would, like, be like, yo, I'll come up and fight you at 151 or 152 or something. I, Hell I no. He coming straight to 54 to do that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, some dudes is different. Yep. Um, you, get, you, you got, you know, you don't have too many Crawfords out there. You, I mean, you know, and then you have your tanks, you know, so... It is what it is. I mean, I'm glad we got. And I thought, honestly, like, I thought Tank was yeah. in that Crawford circle. I never thought Tank would pull this. Yeah, he sounded kind of weird when he said, "Look how big you are." Yeah. You know, like I was like, "Damn!" But Barrios look taller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I, I think I, I've seen Barrios fight live. Uh, I I know he wasn't like a a, a world beater, but. I like to classify him as a puncher. You know what I'm saying? Because he he was he was knocking dudes out. And, yeah, Barrios and, uh, do got knockouts, but he don't get them high level knockout. He can knock out the the yeah. Giovanni Santiago's. You know? Yeah. Or like accumulation, like he ain't like one punch knockout, but 
you know, I, I, I've seen little highlights, and he, he be stopping dudes, you know, or he was, you know. Yeah. Whether I see someone complaining like, about oh. about Charlo going in negotiations with Crawford. They're complaining. But it's like, look, at the end of the day, we're just trying to find fights for Charlo after Fundora and Zoo. What's he going to do? And I don't really want him to move up. There ain't nothing up there for him. Yeah. And then it's like when he, when he moves up, his brother moves up because they was at 154 for a while together. Yeah. That limits him, you know, because one is the champ and one sanctioning body, the other, you know what I'm saying? So. I mean, I one one is more ambitious though. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do it matter if they're in the same division or not? Like one dude is more ambitious. Yeah. And I don't know what's up with Big Charlie. He he hasn't. He ain't got nothing going on. It's been a while. He got some some personal problems too. I heard. I don't know. I don't know. They talked about yeah, that personal problem. problem a long time ago. But that's what I'm saying. You know, one is more ambitious than the other one. Yeah. True. We'll see what happens, man. So far, the year's okay. You know what I'm saying? We're boxing. We got some good fights to look forward to. You know, the, the Harrison uh, Zoo fight was, was, was something to look forward to. But uh, hopefully, uh, we get more of these 50-50 fights happening where the fighters are actually at their best entirely. So that way, there's no excuses. Because I can already see after the fight, they're going to ask Ryan what happened. And he's like, yeah, you know I felt good in there, you know, I made the weight, but, you know, I, I just realized, like, you know, later on in the fight, you know, like, it, it did take effect in my performance, and I really didn't feel like, boom, and that's it, you know? So, right. it's, it's gonna, I don't know, man, that, that's the only shit that's whack about it, you know? And nobody else can really give a good reasoning as to why it's okay. You know what I mean? No matter what, you know. <laughs> they ain't going to have no good reasoning, bro. They just going to tell you A-side, nah. B-side shit. But listen, let me get to some other yeah. callers. Benitez Boxing, thanks for calling in. We going out to what we got here. Looking like a brand new caller. Uh, is this Larry? Yeah, this is me. How you doing? What's up, Larry? Where you calling in from? Uh, I'm from Detroit. Detroit. Oh, man. Harrison. Man, I just got a question. Did anybody else, uh, since your show been on, did they say anything about Tony Harrison taking a dive? Nah. Did it look like he took a dive to you guys? Hell no. You ain't see them punches? What you said your name was? So it doesn't look like he took a dive. He never threw his right hand. Tony never looked that bad in a fight ever. What, what? And you know he owed PBC because they gave him that win over Charlo. <laughs> you know how this boxing stuff goes. They already they took that back, win back when they let... Back. Yeah, but they already took that win back when Listen, they let Charlo beat him they up. Needed, they needed Tim Zhu to win that fight so that Charlo... And zoo fight can be bigger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but what's bigger? This is, this, what's that's bigger? Business, man. What's bigger? What's bigger business? A Tim Zoo fight that ain't never happened, or put, or, he, or a Harrison fight Harrison, rematch? So now, so now his name is so now his name is bigger. Yeah. They got Champ, more what's your name? attention to him now. Larry. Larry. Larry, but that's what I'm saying. What's a bigger storyline? Tim Zhu beating Harrison or Harrison, the only man to beat Charlo, beating the son of a legend, Tim Zhu? What's better looking for Tim PBC? Tim Zhu got a whole...
Tim, listen, they're very smart, man. Bro, if even yo, if Tim, but so then why the fight taking place in Vegas? He got a whole country behind him, but the fight's in Vegas. Right, but the whole country is going to support him, just like when 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 Floyd fought Ricky Hatton. Bruh, all the people from bruh, England was in Vegas. Bruh, you can make it. You can I'm make not, it sound. You I'm can make it sound good. No, I'm not. In my opinion, I'm not trying to argue either. I'm just giving you that, facts. I know, but you won't let me talk. I'm you giving you facts. Talk. That's why. Where was the whole world when he Tony fought Harrison? Harrison? Got paid to take a dive, man. This is, right. So you never heard of nobody getting paid to nah, take a dive? Nah, never, never, never. Never. You never heard of that? Never. Never. Oh, my God. Never. Where you heard of that? Well, you be at, what gyms you be at? What gyms you be at? That's all I wanted to say, man. But what gyms I, you I be at? What that gyms that you be at? Paid to take a dive, man. man knock it the fuck off, Larry. Beat it. Calling in. What makes more sense? For Tim Zoo to beat Harrison or for Harrison, the only man to beat motherfucking Jamel Charlo to be the son of a legend and then do the rematch. What's bigger? Rematches historically are bigger. Like, what is he talking about? Like, Tony took a dime. My man got hit with like 100 million right hands to the face. Them uppercuts was horrible, man. Come on, man. General Camino, what up? Yo. Yo. Y'all can hear me? Yes, sir. Word, word. As far as that uh, Harrison Zoo situation, I'm going to be honest, it don't look good. It, I wouldn't say Harrison threw the fight because, I mean, there's no way to prove some shit like that. But what I would say is Harrison didn't look good. He didn't look good at all. Mm. As far as Zoo going into the uh, Charlo fight, though, I think that's a knockout. I just think Charlo always lets his right hand go. He always letting his, he's always letting his hands go. There's no way in hell he gonna go in there and hold his right hand. And I felt like Harrison was touching up Zoo with that uh, with that jab a lot, and he never let the right hand go. So it ain't looking good for Zoo when it comes to that Charlo fight. But I definitely wanted to touch on that uh, Ryan Garcia and Tank uh, catch weight and uh, what's the other part of that? There's a weight limit on the next night, right? You can't gain more than like 10 pounds. Yeah, it's just funny to me that, you know, people like, Ness, you're trying to capitalize off the topic. I'm talking about Charlo. Y'all keep talking about Ryan and Tank. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a, it's a big topic. I enjoy it. It's a nice topic. I, I love it. it. I love but it. I Believe say, me, I'm I'm going to do it again at 12 o'clock. <laughs> well, 3 o'clock. What I would say, Ness, is there, there's no way to know whether or not Ryan's going to be drained unless you're looking at his body every day. Because... I'll tell you right now, back in I, I mean, like 18, 19, I was running in high school, and I was doing the weight, the, you know, cutting the weight. And you could do 10 pounds in a week. I would start what, Sunday at 160, and I had to be at 145. That don't mean you was at your best. Correct. But what I'm saying is I did that with no assistance. Ryan has millions of dollars worth of money. Like, he could go out there and hire somebody to help him do it the right way. That's not saying it's the right decision. Because even with all the money doing it the right way, it's still a risk. Because if you don't get it right to the T, you could go in there and be done by round five or six. So that's a good point. He could definitely go in there and be drained. But unless we see his body, and I'm talking about his entire body, the size of his legs, the size of his knees, the size of his wrist, there's no way to determine how drained he will be unless we get more detail, you know? 
he could definitely pull it off. It's something he could pull off. It would be it's a tight squeeze because at five eleven going down to one thirty five is hard enough. I mean, so, I, I wouldn't want my fighter to do it. If he ain't fight in two and a half years, that's not what we want to do for a super fight. But uh, to each his own. It's a risk. It, all it is, it's a risk. It can be done. Uh, I'll tell you right now, it could definitely be done. He can cut that weight and then not gain more than 10 pounds for the next day. Because I've done it with, le- with more days to have to hold the weight. Like, I had to be 145 by Wednesday and not go over, say, 155 because I had to be back down at 145 by that following Saturday for a tournament. So, like, it could be done. And he may or may not be his best, but there's no way to really tell. Because everybody's body holds water weight different. Like, it's a lot of different factors that go into that weight cut. But he has the financial ability to do it right. But what I will still say is it's still a risk. You're right. It's definitely still a risk. I agree. I agree that it's a risk for sure, and I, I, I would prefer that it, it, it wasn't there. Two years, two months, Ness. That's two and a half to me, it's champ. It's a good point. I ain't going to hold you, though. I definitely appreciate you taking my call. Everybody have a good day, man. General Camino, thank you for calling in. Yeah, man. Two years, two months, two years and a half, too much time out that division. You know, uh, we could lie all we want, man, but we should be not fans of man and instead want the best fight. I don't want to be arguing with Tank fans that, you know, Tank wasn't 100% or Ryan wasn't 100%. Nah, I want the fight to go off without any issues and without anybody having built-in storylines and or excuses, man. Um, Pop, what up? Pop Smoke? Pop on Discord. Pop. Yeah. What's good? My bad. Appreciate you for, for, you know, letting me in. I'll be out there fight weekend. I might try to catch up with you guys. But, for this tank fight, bro, I don't like the the stipulations of it. Uh-huh. But then again, I don't think it's that much of like big of a, a disadvantage because both of them got to do it. And if we're being honest, has Ryan ever missed weight? Like, you know what I mean? Like, tank tank struggle with yeah, both, too. Like, both got to do it, tall, but one so dude fight at thirty five, the other <laughs> one don't. It's just that simple. As much, okay. it don't matter how y'all flip it. One dude been fighting at 35, last two fights, right? And the other dude not. So one dude can make the way easy, one dude can't. It's just that that easy. So, so, so if you was if you was Ryan, and I ain't I ain't I'm just I'm making like a little a little scenario. If you was Ryan, would you have taken it like this, or would you have taken it at 135 without the rehydration? I mean, obviously he can't take it at 135. Y'all keep thinking, oh, it's only one pound. That's not how but, but, it works. But he, but he, but he, ten pounds out over a month. Over a month left. You don't it, think he can make it? It don't matter. That one again. I put the link in the chat yesterday. Go watch Terrence Crawford two days. Go see what it looked like to it. make that weight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check it out. But that's on me because, like, whenever, when, whenever he posted, he was, he was one forty six and a half. I'm like, damn. But I don't, I don't know. I, I never cut weight that far. I don't, I don't box. You know what I mean? So I don't know if he could. 
cut ten pounds a month, but I, I know fighters fighters be big, you know what I mean? Like two weeks like two weeks out sometimes. But I see what you're saying though. But I I just don't think it's a it's a big as of a of an advantage because both fighters gotta do it. And tank I mean, it, it, if it's not an advantage, why are we still talking about it? I don't even know how many days out, bro. I mean, because y'all done talked about it for like four shows in a row, and then you don't have two calls, just call in about it. That, that, that's why but I that's it my up. point. But that's, that's my point. General Camino talked about it before. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this is your first time yeah. calling in about it, but like people want to just keep talking about it because it's something yeah, there. Right, it's something you're there. Right, it shouldn't it be there. It shouldn't yeah, be there. We should be talking about, oh, Tank got the better footwork. Ryan keep his head in there, but instead we talking about clauses because Tank put him there. People yeah, people want to put people want to be wordsmith and say, oh, Tank ain't asked for a catchweight. That's Ryan. Yeah, Ryan got to get a catchweight because Tank won't fight him at 140 like he fought Barrios. He said, yeah, if you want to fight me, again, fight me at 35. So he said, I can't make 35. Let's fight at 38. Two pounds right. away from 40. Nah, I ain't fighting you at 38. But what about 37? Nah, I ain't fighting you at 37. I'll fight you at 36. One pound away from the weight we know you can't make. Come on, man. That shit crazy. I mean, uh, we, we, don't, we don't know he can't make it. You know, I, I, I still don't think he, he, he didn't can ask for the it. fight. He didn't, he didn't wanna... ask for the fight at 135. So, so he obviously don't want to make it. He ain't been right, there last, in two years. Last question for you. Did you find out if Danny got that that uh, question out there or not? And, and if so, Danny MIA, man. Danny Ooh. MIA. <clears throat> I've been trying to uh get with Danny since earlier. All right, for sure, bro. Appreciate it. Have a good one, bro. For sure. What up, what up, what up, people? The number to call, 1425-569-5241. Press one one time to voice your opinion. Right here, Voice of the People Hotline. Don't forget, we got Twitter spaces. We got Discord. We got all that popping. C-Y-P. What up? Yo, yo. What's good? Yo, first off, let me say, if y'all want to hear me, and let's go back and forth on Tank Ryan. You're going to have to counterpunch for me because I'm not putting no money into that today. But I will entertain it if y'all want me to. But y'all going to have to pay for that. Um, when it comes to Tim Zoo and Charlo, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And, then, and most of the time, I'm right. I believe that Tim versus Charlo would have been bigger than Harrison versus Charlo 3. reason I believe this is because Tim versus Charlo could be pay-per-view. Charlo versus Harrison, you think it would be pay-per-view, but be honest. The only person who does black-on-black pay-per-view is Earl Spence. And he's done it, and he's done it versus guys who are popular as well. Those fights did 350 and 250. Earl Spence is more popular than Charlo, and Porter is more popular than, than, than Harrison. So the numbers will be dwindling way, way worse if them two did a pay-per-view. As much as us hardcores want to see the fight, I think it'd be a good fight, which I do, it's not pay-per-view. They could try to sell Tim Zoo Charlo undisputed, Paper. They could try to sell it and see what happens. So potentially, the Tim Zoo trailer fight is bigger, potentially based on what we have not seen yet. We know that people don't really, they talk a lot about the fights they want to see, but they don't really show up like that. 
Harrison versus Charlo is good for us because we like shit talking all that shit. But people ain't really gonna buy no pay per view for that. Let's let's cut the bullshit. If Tim, if Charles, if Harrison would have beat Tim Zhu, it would have been like, oh, who is Tim Zhu though? Who is Tim Zhu though? They always have excuses. But Tim Zhu whooping his ass the way he did can make him fool some people to think that well maybe shit he be he be Harrison just as bad as Charlo. Maybe he could. Y'all y'all was dumb enough to believe that Harrison wasn't washed up. So why wouldn't y'all believe that Tim Zhu got a good win? See how that works? You can't you can't have one without the other. If y'all believe Harrison was that good and Tim Zhu beat the fuck out of him, then give Tim Zhu his credit. Build up the fight with Charlo. Don't turn now and try to talk about oh, he's washed up. He was don't don't jump on my train. Don't jump on my train now. Keep that motherfucker going. Choo choo. Keep that bitch going right to Vegas, and I might sort of fuck up. Some of y'all can fucking meet me. I literally might go to that fight. I've been in all the close Charlo fights. I might go to that one too. So y'all can see me. CYP shut on so you recognize me. Like I said, if y'all want to see me argue with Ness about that, that hydration, all that bullshit, super chat, I'll be right up in this motherfucker doing it for y'all. Other than that, CYP out. I wish CYP get some help, man. His disdain for Harrison is crazy. I mean, we don't even have to Google to know that rematches, like, the Fight that's not on pay-per-view usually ends up on pay-per-view as a rematch. And most of the time, the rematch on pay-per-view exceeds the first fight. Um, rematches and trilogies are part of boxing. Like, I, I don't understand. Uh, you know, crazy. Crazy how his energy is so different for that fight, right? But you willing to have a four fight with Wilder and Fury. Like. Now, again, this is all based off the argument is Harrison beating Zoo. You know, Harrison beating Zoo, what's a bigger fight? But I got my boy Mike Gross in the building. Mike, are you straight? You, you got the mic ready to rock and roll? Yeah, man, so so I, I want to start there. What's, what's uh, a bigger... Mike check, Mike check, Mike check. How you straight, you straight. All right. What's a bigger fight, in your opinion? Harrison beating Zoo, then fighting Jamel in the rematch, or Zoo beating Harrison, then fighting Jamel the way that it's going to happen? I mean, the press conference by itself is it, it, a bigger fight. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to see Tony Harrison and uh, Charlo go at it doing press conference, doing face-off. And both fights, I mean, they were very, very competitive. So, like you said earlier, I think a rematch with Tony Harrison is a bigger fight. And just real quick, the guy, Larry? Yeah. Hey Larry, right? Yeah, from Detroit. I talked to my guy. I talked to Tony uh, after the fight Saturday night, man. He did not take a dive, man. If you heard it in his voice, he was very uh, a distraught, and he really thought he was gonna, uh, gonna go out there and beat up Tim. So taking a dive, getting money—I don't know where that came from. So let's just squash that right now. Tony did not take no dive and did not get no money. Yeah, man, I—I I, I can't even believe he said that, man. Like I did, I did get what he's saying about oh, Tony never threw the right hand. I was begging for that motherfucking right hand. I think everybody was begging for that right hand. Um, I think but, his brother said it uh, of the best, though. Like, his body just just wasn't, like, responding to commands or, like, instructions. Like, I'm looking at Tony, and I didn't see no movement that I normally see in, like, in the Charlo fight or in the Harrison fight or anybody fight, like uh, Perella, too. So he, he, he wasn't moving like we normally see him move. And 
like we always say, uh, a boxer's biggest enemy is ring rust, is inactivity. And Tony, when's the last time Tony fought twice in one year? Shit, I don't know. That's bro. what I'm saying. So, yeah, no. At this point, I want to see Tony hang it up, man. Um, because if you don't hang it up at this point, then you, you know, you. You you got to go in there with a Conwell who he's not going to fight because that was his lead spawn partner. But you got to go in there with dudes that need to make a name off of you because that's the only way you get back into position is taking out undefeated up-and-coming prospects and things like that. Do you think uh, uh, he can get the uh, loser of uh, Lubin and uh, Aries? Absolutely. Lubin always wanted Harrison. The thing is, does Harrison want it? And is he going to train? We had LJ on here. LJ was talking about he had a, sometimes, you know, it was hard to get him to the gym. So it's like, does this dude even want to do this anymore? It's hard being a boxer. All them fucking mouths you got to run, your knees hurting, all that shit. I don't know. And we only see what happens in the fight. We don't see what happens in sparring. Yeah. We don't see him getting hit in sparring. So these guys put a lot of miles on their body, man. And Tony's 32 years old. He's still young. But at the, at the end of the day, man, if he's not going to be active, I don't want to see him back in the ring come next, next May. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see him take 12, 13, 14 months off, then see him back in the ring because that does nothing for him, and it's not going to improve him. The only way you improve in boxing, and we say with Tank, we say with Canelo, is be active. The more active you are, the fresher you are, and the better you, the, the outcome is. And for everybody out there saying, come on, y'all, we, 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 we better than this. Tank needs a weight cloth? Like, come on, y'all. I'm the one. Hey, that, you more than welcome. Has, I, I, I want to do that at 12. I got something else. Okay. Uh, okay. But you could give your take. But if, if you are free or if you are free at 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, you know, we're going to do some Tank Ryan. We got some other information. Tank just, I mean, uh, Ryan just did a new podcast. So there's some new information there. But uh, yeah, you're more than welcome. But yeah, I would love to hear your take because at least you with me. I don't get it. Why does he need it? This dude is like one of the baddest dudes in boxing from a punching standpoint, outside of Deontay Wilder. It's like, none of this shit makes sense. None of this shit Just makes sense. Record, I've always been against rehydration clauses. Ask, ask uh, Kathy Duva when we were in Vegas. Mm -hmm. I asked her to her face, was Kovalev on a uh, clause? And she said, no comment. So I've been against that. If, if it's not good enough for Canelo, it can't be good enough for Tank. I'm with you, man. I'm with you, but... Uh, let me see if we got any callers. You know the number to call, 1425-569-5241. Press 1, one time. Voice your opinion. Al in the Bay, did I go to you? Uh, nah. What's good, champ? Damn, boy, you up early, nigga. Are you in the Bay? Yeah, I'm in the Bay. Golly, what time uh -huh. is it? Like, what, 6.30? Uh, 722. Okay, not that early. early, man. Gotta get it, man. Up for the crows, crows. But, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. I think, uh, I want to see Charlo and, uh, Charlo and, um, Pandora instead. I think that would be a better fight. 
but you know, I'm not mad. Since uh, trying to get that work, you know. So, but I think uh, that fight would be better, uh, more exciting than uh, the Tim Zhu fight. But I can let you know this: Tim Zhu, he's gonna be in a rude awakening. He's gonna have to walk through the fire when he fought Charlo. So you know, that's my call. All right, all right, Al in the Bay. That's another dude. Go ahead. I thought that too after, uh, well, before the fight, but after the fight, I was impressed with Tim. Yeah. Tim was patient. Tim was cerebral. Tim was always coming forward. Just like, remember that time uh, we, uh, down in uh, Wilder's camp and you boxed uh, the equalizer? Yeah. And he wasn't punching you. He was just always on top of you. No, no matter where you went, he wasn't throwing no punches. That's how Tim was against uh, Tony Harrison. He was not letting That's that Tony mental pressure. Punch. You putting exactly. pressure on a motherfucker, and now he like, oh, shit, I can't get away. You, He always on you. He barely throwing punches, but he right in front of you. And Tim is good at pinning. He was pinning motherfucking uh, Harrison's own guard on him. He all right. He all right. I don't know that he's fast enough for Jamel. Plus, Jamel gives you lateral movement. He moving to the side. He moving back. He moving forward. And he's more of an attacker. You know, what... what Tim looked good because there was no right hands. I don't know if Harrison yeah. broke his right hand, if he came into Something it happened. injured. But after a while, Tim realized there's no right hands. And, and think about the stoppage, right? Like, I don't know how bad Harrison was hurt. But he was hurt. But, I, you know, I don't know which of those shots hurt him. But I know that Tim was loading up like this. Like, he literally was not only... Finding the range with the left, but cocking the right back so telegraphed. Like, I just don't see a dude as disciplined as Jamel. He keeps his hands up. He always jabbing. Yeah. Fucking Harrison Only didn't jab enough. He ain't even jab. That's his best punch, and he ain't even used that enough. Like, it's a totally different fight for me with Jamel. But look, I'm excited to see can Tim shock me. You know, biggest thing with Tim is uh, he got to work that jab against Jamel. He wasn't throwing no jabs uh, uh, Saturday night. Like he was just coming in high guard and just like throwing power punches against Jamel. That's that that's not gonna work. And uh, I think I think one thing about Tim that that we aren't giving him credit for is the ability to like cut off the ring. He wasn't letting Tony out of his sights. Like he wasn't letting. I Tony mean. It's a small ass ring. Small ass ring, but again, don't know how much of that was him and how much of that was fucking no limit promotions. I mean, that that stuff you got uh, to uh, negotiate before the fight. That's that right? A size shit. Weight clauses, ring ring size, all that shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy that we as fight fans we're we're conditioned, Mike. Like I had an argument with my co-host on air because they like. People are just, we're so used to being treated like this in boxing. It's like, oh, but why are you complaining? It's like, what you mean? It's not even a fair fight no more. Like, oh, this A-side shit. Nah, it's taken away from the outcome, man. It's taken away from the outcome. That's It's ruining the storyline, you know? It's crazy. It's a damn shame. Like, once we get to, like, the, the big, big fights in boxing, like, Somehow, some way, it's always slanted towards the A side. You yep. know what I'm saying? I thought I, I thought sports was uh, 
supposed to be a microcosm of how things can be fair and the best man wins. Yep. And boxing, sometimes we just don't get that. Especially boxing, right? They like to say, mano a mano. Your team don't go in there with you, but your team motherfucking sets up everything before you go in there. You know, and Tank Team did a hell of a job. A hell of a job. As, as Floyd Mayweather would say, letting it be, he's a he's a hell of a hell of a CEO. You know what I'm saying? Cause yo, whoever wrote that contract up, they wrote that shit with the intentions of getting the utmost best positioning for Tank. But I got a couple super chats. Daniel McKenzie, five dollar super chat, he says, Crawford hasn't activated his super championship status. Does that mean he doesn't want the fight? I mean, he's done it before twice. Hands up emoji. I don't mean, I don't think that's the case. I think that, um, you know, Michael Coppinger was on Max on Boxing, plus he's reported already that there are new talks, that they are talking themselves. And, and I mean, they, Crawford and, and uh, Earl Spence. So maybe Crawford doesn't need to activate. Maybe him and Earl have gotten to a place where they got an understanding and it might be next for Crawford and Earl. But if it isn't, and you don't feel you guys got an understanding, Terrence, it is time to activate the WBO status. Jump the line. We had Paco Varacasel here. He let us know clearly, Mike, that if if Crawford did that, he would approve it. And that it, it, it there, there'd be a case where Crawford might skip the fucking line and take Zeus spot. Really? Yeah. Bro, go listen to my interview live on the show. Okay. So shit, I'm like, case, I'm like, you need fight. to do that shit. Like, cause now you fucking up PBC plans. Now they gotta fuck with you or drop the belt. And Charlo ain't the type. Cause if Charlo dropped the belt, I'm done with boxing. Cause I never thought Tank would have a rehydration clause and a fucking catch weight. And if now Charlo, who's one of the baddest motherfuckers out here, drops the belt, I'm done. I'm done. It's over. I'm fucking done. I won't fuck with this sport no more. I'll find something else to do. Swear to God. Uh, have you talked to uh, Keith Thurman? I did, bro. You know, I was on the show the other day, and they're going to tell me to go over there. But it's like an hour and a half for me just to get there. So, you know, it didn't work. So I told him again, I need at least one day, two days notice to, to you know, no, to tell everybody I'm not doing the show or I'm doing the show for, like, 30 minutes and I'm hauling ass out there. I don't know what the, you know, so I'm waiting on a call back. But, yeah, he hit me up. I'm I'm trying to figure out what's going on with him. Like, is he is he fighting? I, I mean, I know it, be fighting Earl. I mean, it sound he... it sound like Coppinger, who people like to hate him on on Twitter because you know Twitter lets you be whoever you want to be. But I don't think he's a capper. I think he's money fucking breaking news, Mike. And uh, like he, I, go ahead. Like I told people, like Mike Coppinger used to work for like PBC. For if you guys think he don't still have people that he's connected with with PBC, then you guys are like just delusional. Like he he he's a boxing reporter. People know if they want news to get out, who to come to it. He's gonna put it out there, and everybody gonna run with it. Yeah, and 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 he reported twice now on Max on Boxing a couple of days ago. He reported that you know they're talking, that they got each other's numbers, you know. Um, but that Thurman is still next and Rocha is still next. But if they talk and they got each other numbers and they come into agreements, this probably going to be immediately after. There was a new article by Ben Baby on ESPN yesterday that said, you know, 
Crawford Spence, will it happen 2023? He's still optimistic when you go through the whole article at the end. He like, you know, it's still too early to write it off. You know what I mean? Plus, they talking. So that's big. Um, I hope they could do it. But like I said, Bo Mac, Red, Terrence, I'm actually going to have them in studio, or at least some of them, because uh, they get to... They get out there on the 16th, I think. And I, I get back in a week or so. But yeah, they go, but what, what they going out to Vegas for? Wrap up training. For, for who? They ain't say. Definitely told I, me wrap up training or let me read. I know my he got shit. a fighter, uh I know he got a fighter at 135 or 130. Uh I heard that he was born uh a uh, little buddy from what's that man's name? He he's like a national champion. Uh, last name Moten. Uh, Mo, start with an M. Oh, Kamel. Young Kamel. Yeah, he was sparring. Uh, never mind. I can't. Shakur sparred Kamel too. Who was sparring Kamel? Or are you saying Kamel was sparring uh, uh, Crawford's fighter? Yeah, yeah, Bomax fighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kamel. Yeah, they said that little motherfucker right there got some work. Oh no, he's an animal, bro. I've been blessed to yeah. watch him spar. I can't believe you know. I've already talked about this, but I, I probably should start making shows on it. But you know, it, 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 he's so he's so um, yeah. They finishing up camp, bro. Oh, I for Keyshawn, they finishing I, up Keyshawn camp out here. Okay, I watched him sparring, and I think he knocked somebody out of the shoe or something. Like something. No, some listen to me. I, I I've seen him do things. The world champions. World champion. He is 16 years old. I've seen him do things the world champions, bro. Like, these dudes can't last six rounds with him. They don't want to go past six rounds with him. I'm telling you, dudes is jumping out. Some of them got six, and they getting out before six, let alone doing past six. That kid is a problem. I don't understand. You know, he's obviously indebted to Mayweather. Mayweather been showing him love since he was a child. Mm -hmm. He's still a child, but uh, they not going nowhere. He going to sign to Mayweather. And that, the issue with that is that if he was with top rank, he'd be pro already. He'd be pro and he'd be on TV and y'all would know him and he'd be fighting dudes that he's supposed to be, but getting developed and blowing up like Xander Zayas, like Gabe Flores. These dudes got signed at 16 and they became household names with boxing fans at least. Xander on the brink. I was just, before you jumped on, I'm telling people how in two fights Xander could be fighting Jamel. He already number six in the WBO at 54. And that's top Damn. rank. That's top rank. Yeah, Xander nice, man. Xander a beast. And he ain't fighting nobody yet. And look at what you're saying. Not, he a nice. He a beast. He, he he did look a little bit, you know what I'm saying, like he had some things to work on his last fight. I, I, I believe it, it, it went 12 rounds, right, or 10 rounds. It, it went the distance, right, if I'm not mistaken, on uh, on uh, ESPN. Bro, I don't know who he fought. Yeah, me either. Me either. But, so I don't yeah, remember man, uh, that fight because th that shit wasn't memorable. And I'm just Camilla saying... That's he's on the move. If 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 Kamel signs to a, a you know, again he's obviously gonna sign with Floyd. Floyd needs to do it now. I told I told to Kamel. He told me I'm ready to turn pro whenever Floyd say I'm ready. If he say now I'm ready. Him and his father ready at 16, but they waiting on Floyd. But my thing is Floyd don't develop. Floyd don't got a TV deal neither. You got to get him a TV deal. We need to see him. Oh and no, like he could be main event. He could be main event. He's from Salt Lake City, but raised in, in Vegas. 
He could be main event. I think you could do him main event, Samstown, 2,000 people, get him a TV deal, Showbox. Three-fight Showbox deal, put all his first three fights on Showbox. Like, he need a deal, man. He is tank, but more punches. Obviously, he's an amateur, so maybe Tank looked like that when he was 16. And when you become a pro, you you, you calm down. But he spawned pros. He spawned professionals and champions. He ain't calming down. He fucking motherfuckers up, man. His activity, like, I'm very high on him. I I cannot wait for him to turn Everybody you Everybody you talk to is high on him. Roly high on him, man. Everybody you talk to him, like, this dude Camille? Oh, yeah, he, he, he next up. How tall is he though? Like five, 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 six? Yeah, he's short, but but he down there. He's gonna be a featherweight or a 30, 30 pounder. He might can make twenty-two. He might can make twenty-two, like, you know, given a full eight-week camp. Bruh, but that kid, and that's what I'm saying. That's why they need to do it now. Like I literally watched him spar at top rank. Then I go to Mayweather's the train with Ken Porter, and he there spawn again. Morning and afternoon. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, grown men ain't doing that shit. So, nah, that kid is definitely next. He's for sure next. I just, again, I hope they give him to y'all now instead of making him wait, you know, and then getting him these off-air TV. Nah, put him on the screen now. Let's hope uh, Floyd can convince Showbox to, to to go ahead and put him on like put on like every fight that he fight. Cause I mean, just just from all the all the hype, like he should be on TV his very first fight. Like it should be no excuse. I feel like I feel like in a perfect world, Floyd would do a co-promotion with Top Rank for like the first ten fights, cause they ain't nothing there. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing there for, 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 for you to share with top rank. You know, the purses is low. There's no pay-per-view, but you giving you giving the kid that exposure on that on that uh platform. You know what I'm saying? So that why would top rank give Floyd Mayweather fighter dates on their card? Because he's Floyd. You know, you write that contract nicely. I'ma be all out at all the fights. We gonna promote all the events that he's he's fighting on ESPN. It's called co-promotion, man. You know, it's called co-promotion. But you do need that mainstream channel. Like, Keyshawn and them and Jared, they getting that that worldwide exposure because they on ESPN. We watching all they fights. And and, and look at how fast Keyshawn has moved. 7-0, he already motherfucking number 7 in the WBO or some shit. Like... Kermel can be that. That's how talented he is. He can definitely be that. And people going to love him. And that's what I'm saying. If you build him on TV, you're going to have a tank. Because he going to knock dudes out. Outwork him, knock him out. Fatigue, knock him out. You know, he nice like that. He nice like that, man. They blessed over there. Jesse J. Swift. What up? What's going on, Swift? Good morning. God damn me. Y'all with the ruckus this morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, first of all, I've seen uh, a tape of, of Carmel. We got Spawn on our YouTube channel yeah. with, with, with Kevin uh, Johnson, who's a, who's a very, 
you know, uh, experienced pro. They win some hard rounds. Yo, and I seen that, and I was like, wow. But I think May- Mayweather knows what he's doing because he did the same thing with Tank. Nah, and actually, he didn't. No, he didn't. Actually, he didn't. Tank had Tank had a bunch of fights when Mayweather found him. And Mayweather ain't even Mayweather ain't even find him. Remember, Broner brought him to to Al. His big brother. Okay, so I'm 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 getting the um the wrong information on Tank. Then is what you're saying. Oh yeah. Okay, but when I look at him, I'm like 16. That's too young to be turning pro, and he's only five, 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 six. That's too young. I, I think you got to better holler at Devin Haney. Yeah. Yo, but Devin I, turned pro at 16. Devin Haney turned pro. Devin Haney turned pro. Gabriel Flores turned pro. Xander Zayas turned pro. All at 16, and they all got good careers. Vito Melanecki turned pro at 16. Say again. I'm sorry. Vito Melanecki turned pro at 16. We just named four pros to turn pro at 16, and got and they got good careers. You're not looking at the height difference, though. Height That's don't win fights. At. Height don't win fights. Man, he in his division. Crazy height and long arms wins fights. Bruh. But I want to. I want to. You better ask Tony Harris. I don't want to argue about that. I don't want to argue about that. I think when I seen Tony Harrison and uh, against Zoo from the beginning, like around the second or third round, I was like. That don't look like Tony Harrison. Like, the way I seen him fight and win against Jamel. Yeah. That didn't, it didn't look like him. His eyes, his, 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 his energy, his, his, his movement, none of that looked like him. He looked like he was like, you know how some people win a belt, like Mitch Green. They win one belt, and then all of a sudden, I'm the king of the world. I think that kind of could have started fucking with his psyche because um, I've seen him in way better shape and in way better activity and energy than that zoo fight. That zoo fight was like he was, he, he, had, he was had lead feet and he was there to be hit. You, you feel me? For sure. And then zoo looked it really, really good. I'm not going to say, uh, uh, he can get with Charlo, but if they make the fight, it'll be a good fight because Charlo, he don't, he don't settle for I'm the champ. He's in that ring every day. He's, he's, if he's not boxing, he's watching boxing. He's watching tapes. He's working on his speed. And, um, yeah, I, I say who could make that fight, but right now I don't even want uh, Jamel to move up. And I'm tired of talking about, I'm tired of hearing about uh, Bud Crawford and, and Terrence Crawford and, and Spence. Because um, to be honest with you, Spence is on his second car crash where he totaled a, a Ferrari. So I don't even think he really wants to get in the ring right now. Mm. But well, that's why he's fighting Thurman my, next. Yeah, and Thurman was, was, was hurt. The last time he fought Pacquiao, he he didn't have a right hand. That shit was like three years ago, though, right, or two years ago. Yeah, but I mean, well, maybe he's better because um, he. But I I 
the, what was the last fight Thurman had? I saw him. He fought. Barrios. Uh, yeah. Uh, he kind of was more of a, uh, what do you call that, uh, the more experienced fighter when he fought Barrios. You could tell he was, he was like, he was moving him around the ring. He was doing what he want. And he was like the more experienced, like he was training Barrios to, to move up. So he, he looked it very good, but it was against Barrios as opposed to Danny Garcia or, uh, I mean, he beat Garcia already. Sean Porter. He I'm beat sorry? Sean Porter already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He beat those guys already, Porter, though. That was before the um, the accident, though. Before he hurt his shoulder. Yeah, I mean, but he still beat yeah. him already. So, like, why would we want to see yeah, them just again? When you at one hundred percent, you beat somebody. It's not the same after you come off an accident. No, I hear you. I, I hear you. I'm just. I was just saying, like, he beat those specific men, so I wouldn't want to see those again until, like, you know what I mean? Like, Danny, Danny probably don't even fuck with me no more. But that's because, like, his welterweight career has been lackluster. Like, my man ain't win nothing. That's like. Top notch, like cool. Malinaji, Roberto oh, Guerrero. Oh shit! For real? I mean, who he beat at welterweight? Oh, well, I've been saying this for years, and you always gave me shit for Danny. But I was always. giving him, I was giving him time. So then Guerrero? he had to, huh? You was giving him Guerrero? No, giving him time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So okay, then, okay. so then now, now you fought all the welterweights and you lost. You lost to Earl. You lost to Porter. You lost to Keith. So now he needs his Laura win. He need that Laura win. He fucking up his Laura. legacy. I don't. I don't even know why he even gets a fight with Laura. What, what name, has he done at 155 or 160 or anything? Name, name. Who who gonna fight Laura? Who calling out Laura? Nigga, he's 60. Who calling him out? him out? He's 60. But ain't nobody calling him out. So so what's wrong with Danny fighting him? Don't nobody ever want to fight Laura. G he been calling out Gennady all his life, and now the proof is in the pudding. My man vacated the belt. He was calling out Gennady years ago, and they like, oh, move up to 60 if you're really serious. But you know, like I know, though, like Gennady right now at this point in his career, he's not going to fight anybody who ain't bringing in money. Yeah, nah, he like fighting Berlanga, man. I, 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 I'm putting that out there. I know he fighting Berlanga in June. And it's gonna be in the Puerto Rican parade. They don't need a belt. They gonna do it for the for the for the for the Puerto Ricans and, and whatever Kazakhstanians show up. It's gonna be a movie, and they gonna do it in Madison Square. She gonna be a movie. He gonna do twenty again, twenty thousand easy. For Belanga? Absolutely, passing of the torch. Who believes in Belanga? That's the point. That's the point. So it's his coming out party once he stops Gennady, right now. The matchroom deal is there. What did matchroom offer him? Canelo, how do you get it? Beating a common opponent. Who's the easiest common opponent to beat? The 40-year-old, slow-moving Gennady. I got Gennady by, by, by stoppage. <laughs> Yo, Gennady older than me, okay? <laughs> he older than you, but what has Berlanga showed you, though, that he can beat Gennady? Power. And I met him in person. Let me tell you something. 
He big. He big. He yeah. big than he no, 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 no. I met Lonnie B. I met Keller Plant. I man, I was in the, in the mansion with Benavidez. No, Belanga. Yeah, we, we met Keller Plant. He's a, he's a big, but Belanga's a big motherfucker. He's big. Than, uh, he made my uh, six five. I swear to God, he made my six five feel small. I'm like, I felt like I was looking up. I felt like his shoulders were so broad. I'm like, what the fuck? He came to uh, at, you know, at the time we had a private gym. He came to our gym to work out, and I'm just like, oh wow, I didn't know he was this big. Honestly, I didn't know he was this big. He's a big ass super middleweight. So we gonna like see. Oh boy, oh boy, being big don't mean shit to no, win a fight. No, you're right, but he could punch. He could punch. So can Gennady. We seen we seen Canelo hit Gennady with a yeah. kitchen sink. Yeah, but Gennady older. He older. Who who just who was it? Someone just got knocked out, and we interviewed, and I'm like, yo, I, I I was wondering, like, is this the beginning of your knockouts? But then he got a win. But, like, when you get old, punch-resistant goes. Yeah, the power's the last thing to go, but punch-resistance is also one of the first things to go. What goes second? Man, you running less. You old as hell now. Now you don't want to run. It, all, it take a lot of running in this sport to have that stamina. To throw all them punches, especially big ass power shots. Nah, I don't know. I think now is the time. If Berlanga's team, shout out Keith Conley, if he could get him Gennady, you gotta roll the dice. You gotta roll the dice. And it's gonna give Berlanga so much credibility. What other 40 year old man could give Berlanga the credibility that, 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 that a win over Gennady would give him? Not one. You could throw Lonnie B at him. They won't respect him. You you could throw Ustatagi. They won't respect him. You throw Gennady and he beat Gennady. Respect. Respect. I think, I think, I think Berlanga, if everything plays out how it should, I don't know how many fights Pacheco got, but I wouldn't mind seeing Berlanga and Pacheco down the road. But if I'm Keith Conley, I'm not, I'm not fighting that prospect. If I'm Keith Conley, why am I putting my star? Star. But what was the headline? See, y'all in denial. What was the f first of all? How you don't get cut, but you you split amicably. Secondly, how you split from one of the biggest promoters, but you get two separate offers: one from Al, one from Mayweather. Then you get Matchroom and Golden Boy. That's two separate entities on on the, on on two networks. So that's two two entities. On the same network, won't you? Mayweather sent them an offer. And Al. And Al. And then on the zone, then, then both promoters on the zone wanted his ass. Golden Boy flew him out. And Matchroom. And how did Matchroom get him? How did Matchroom get him? It's in the contract. He getting uh, Canelo. He just got to win. So how you going to get Canelo in the real world? They can't just put you in there with Pacheco and you getting Canelo. That ain't enough. You got to be the Zurdo or you got to be the fucking Gennady. You're not being Zurdo either. Yeah, I mean, but Zurdo at 175. If you're top rank and you feel like this guy is valuable, why let him go? Because they had different plans. They think he's valuable. Plans. Yeah, I'm about to explain to you. They, th they, they, they think he's valuable, but they don't think he's ready. He thinks he's ready. He thinks he's ready yeah. now. I don't care if I don't think you're ready. If I think you have value and I'm your promoter, 
and you can sell tickets and sell out seats. I'm not letting you go. All right, so explain to me how you make that money if I'm going to say no to all the fights you offer me because you're not offering me the big fights I want. You offering me you more. say no? Yeah. Mikey Garcia, two years in. But if, if you don't want to fight. All right, but that in. was bad management. This good management. That's why, look, this the second. See, you. I don't know if you followed it. This the second negotiation. You know that, right? He had the first deal. That ran out. Then they signed the two-fight deal. And that's why they did it. They ain't stupid. They ain't signed a long-term like the first one. They did the first one. They let top rank help them make them big. Now we big. We doing a two-fight. And guess what? The rumor was he wanted Rosado, Puerto Rican Day Parade, a long time ago. They never wanted to do it. They didn't want to pay what Rosado wanted, wanted to get paid. So that was the beginning of the, of the ruffle of the feathers. So now you don't even think I could beat Rosado. But you still want me to be with you. But you don't want to pay for the opponents, so that means I'm capped. I'm, I could only make a certain amount. I already sold out the Madison. Think about this, what I'm about to say to you. I sold out the Madison Square Garden with 4,200 people and made half a million dollars. Ryan Garcia went all the way wherever the fuck he went, had to put 12,000 and only made one million and some change. Knock it the fuck off, man. Don't do that, Mike. You're supposed to be better than that. That boy a star. Not, he a no, star. You, you got to be better than that. If what? you a star, you want to be fighting in the Hulu theater. You be fighting in the Selling it out. I'm selling it 4, out. 4,000? Yes. Ain't no... What's, what's the opponent's name? Oh, what's the opponent's we name? About, it don't matter. Tank uh, fought on fucking... Uh, what's that dude? I can't even remember the fucking dude's name. And Tank sold down shit 12,000 in Atlanta. Sold another 16,000 What with Barrios? A black dude fighting that's, a Mexican dude in an all-black state. Man, knock it off. That was down in San Antonio. Which one? He fought get, uh, no, uh, Barrios. He fought, he he fought, fought Barrios in, in, in Atlanta. I was there. I thought, I thought Gamboa was in Atlanta. No. Uh, maybe Gamboa too, but I was in Atlanta with Barrios. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. But no. again... You bragging about 4,000 fans, though. Why he not fight in the big room? If you are really... Yo, hold fight, up, hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. In New York City, where you're from, where a big demographic of your uh, ethnic background is, why are you fighting in the Hulu Theater and not the main room? How many times he main evented? And then look at the name. You can't... Come on, dog. You can't get the main room with them... The, with, with DeMond Nicholson? Come on. Not even Miguel Cotto. But you a star, though. But you a star, though. Bruh. And that's why he wanted the fights. They don't want to give him the fights. He, Ayo, I, I think, I believe in his ticket sales and his, and, his, and his drawing power. I believe him versus Rosado, Puerto Rican Day Parade, that shit would have sold. That shit would have sold. And I believe him and, him and Daniel Jacobs, they both got the same manager. Yeah, they ain't going to fight. Because they bullshitting. That's a money fight. That's a fucking Madison Square big room fight. That is. Both guys from New York. And it's I'm perfect. You, it's I'm perfect. You, you know, the is, issue bro. is, the issue is they both managers, they both managed by the same guy because Jacobs is older. You're supposed to be pushing for that fight for your Belanga guy. I'm going to tell you what the story is, though. Canelo fighting a guy named Liam Smith in Dallas doing 40000 He's not even from Dallas. That's an established star. He's not star. even from Dallas. That's an established star. Yeah, he's That's different. But, 
we can't be using chip chip show me show me show me show me langa is a good fighter i but to say he's a star all right so so is tim zoo is tim zoo a draw he he he, he's a draw right that's what we arguing right you see people tim zoo put in i know no you know how many it was because i know the exact number I believe it was like twelve thousand. Exactly. Eleven eleven thousand four hundred and seventy. That that ain't that far from four thousand fucking eight hundred, which is the max. Four thousand four hundred, which is the max in, in in the in the Hulu theater. It's damn it's damn near three times it. Four thousand times three is what? All right. And and who was his oh, dance partner? Four thousand times three is what? Now? Twelve. And who was his dance partner? He had Harrison, a former fucking champ. We talking about Belonga doing that shit with oh, cab no. drivers. Oh, nobody know Harrison down in fucking Australia? Motherfuckers coming to, to Bruh, see Harrison down did in you, Australia? Did you not watch on, the build-up? They coming to see Tim Zoo. Exactly, but they coming to see him because he fighting an American former champ that beat the dude he's supposed to fight. Knock it off. Berlanga doing that oh, shit with man. cab drivers and bus drivers, man. Fuck out of here. DeMond Nicholson out here, he working for the fucking DOT on his time off, man. You tripping, man. Give Berlanga, give Berlanga Daniel Jacob. Give him a former world champ. Make it fair. Hey, let me ask you a question. Make it fair. See if he won't sell a shit out that garden. Come on, man. Y'all tripping hard. We'll see. We'll see. Man, I want Gennady, right I want Gennady, Gennady head on a platter. Give of course, New him. York Bullet, you agree with Ness. You from New York. Feed him. Oh, feed him. Feed him Gennady in Madison Square Garden and watch him, watch him eat. And everybody going to be shocked, too, because they think he going to get stopped. Star is born. He gonna eat. Star is born. Everybody, that's when you eat. That's when you. That's when you blow up. When they think you so gonna he's lose. Not a star. No, he a star already. Star is born to <laughs> ya. Star is born to ya. To, to the casuals, cause you need that dance partner to cross over the mainstream, and, and that's what Gennady is. He that old tired racehorse, and he just come forward, dumbass jab. We gonna time that shit over the top, right hand. Let's go. But he gotta come back with the hook. Gotta okay. come back with the hook, right hand. You want him to fight the bigger guy? Oh shit, he woke up, sleeping giant. Look at him. Now I want him to fight Gennady. What you mean? You froze or what? What are you talking about? Gennady, that's a good yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, you want Gennady, you want Gennady to make the little guy move up. Make the little guy. What you mean? Berlanga already at 60. Gennady only fought once at 68. Come on, Danny, you still sleep. Uh, see, that's that. Brother, but that's the confusing part. Y'all talking about y'all talking about Tony Harrison and Tim Zoo, and then the Poe is Charlo and Zoo. So I'm like, I figured, I figured y'all was trying to get Tim Zoo to move up to fight Triple G. I'm like, for what? Nah, 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 nah. But you frozen, man. Jump in and jump out, man. Your camera frozen. All mic checking and shit. Hey, Danny, man, for, uh, on your way back in, just do me a favor. Think about this. There you is go. Berlanga a star? Is, is, is Edgar Berlanga right now at this current moment, is he a star in the sport of boxing? Bro, I'm going to name, uh, while he thinking, I'm going to name maybe a dozen PBC fighters that he bigger than. He bigger than Anthony Durrell. He bigger than Andre Durrell. He bigger than Ustatagi, Lonnie B. I mean, fuck, let me pull up box rec. Who ain't he bigger than over there? He bigger than Conwell. He bigger than fucking, bruh, bruh. He bigger than Jerron Ennis. No, he not? No, he not. Oh, show no, me where, show me where Jerron, no, 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 no. Show me where Jerron headlined that. 
Show me where Jerron headlined that. Show me his $4,000. Show me his $500,000 in ticket sales. Fuck out of here, man. Y'all disrespectful. Hey, hey, Belanga, I salute you. BX, stand up. BX, stand up. We might have to ask the people, bro, because Belanga bring them out, champ. Yeah, he brought them out. With cab drivers, Jerron had lip and yaks, and how many he had? Former world champ. See, that's what I'm saying. No, Look, won't you even it. up the playing no, field? Won't you even up? Fight. Won't you even up the playing field and give Berlanga a former world champ too? Everybody you name it got former world champs. Zoo, Harrison, former world champ. Give him a former world champ. See what he do too. Give him yeah, Gennady. I, I like that. I like that because you know, obviously, there's some debate there now, Ness. You see that? There's some debate now. There's some question as to what you are saying. What I am saying. I like that. Have him have him fight a former world champ. I don't know if Gennady's the. Yo, you do Gennady, you gonna sell out Madison Square Garden without a fucking doubt. Berlanga, Berlanga, Gennady in 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 Puerto Rican Day Parade, bro. That's a fucking movie. I just think, man, people in the boxing community, we are looking more forward towards Jerron Boots in his fights than we're looking towards Berlanga fights. No matter who they're fighting, regardless of opponent. People want to see Jerron more, in, in my opinion, than they they want to see Belanga. The rumor for Jerron is fucking via dude that Ellis beat the shit out of in the politics yeah, yeah, of boxing yeah. stole it. The rumor, the rumor for, for, my... for the rumor for Berlanga is Jacobs and Gennady. Knock it off. One dude trajectory is here, the other dude is here. Again, if you ask people in boxing who they're looking forward to seeing more. I think if we had a poll, matter of fact, put a poll up. I think people would want to see Jerron Boots in his more. How about this poll? How about this poll? Did both fighters shit the bed in their last performance? Only one answer. Yes. Yeah, Karen. Come on, man. So, like, you talking about we high on Jerron now. We just was like, oh, what happened? Why you want to cut the ring off on Karen? Karen. Karen? Karen. <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all tripping. Y'all... He ain't get cut. <laughs> yeah, he ain't get cut. Neither did Belanga, remember. Uh, you got to be oh, yeah. clear. They, they, they split amicably. Okay, I That's got right. My bad. My they bad. had different my visions. Bad. They had different agreement. visions. I don't need you. You don't need me. Hey, but, but what other dude? Because Elvis got cut, right? Elvis Rodriguez yep, got yep, cut. Yep, he ain't get four yep. fucking offers. What other dude you know get cut and get four offers? Bro, I ain't never seen a, a free agent no, that's like... That's a great point. That's he ain't get cut, though. He ain't get cut, though, now. Whoa, 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 whoa. He didn't get cut, though. Like, let's, let's, let's clear that up right now. Let's say he didn't get cut. He didn't. But since you used the word, I ran with it. Okay, so you know, I mean, you make a fair point in the free agent shit, though. Yeah, nah. And nah. I, ain't, I ain't the biggest guy on them either. I just want to throw that out there. Me neither. I just, I, I, I see what's there. Whether it's one fight and he now, loses, I don't know, Mike. I don't know, Mike. Cause let me tell you, let me tell you, Ness girl don't mention no boxer. She know who Berlanga is. She Puerto Rican. She better know yeah. who he is. Oh. I mean, you're not, like, 
That's a people. Exactly. Nah, he, and and he in tune with the he with nah, the culture. You, he with the culture. He got Daddy Yankee. Yeah, I think like that's what it is. He fought my girl forced because... to know who he is because he he with all the right artists. Fat Joe. Fat Joe done got him a lot of exposure. Yeah, now, let's just be real. That too. He, he, he with Terror Squad. He, he a Terror Squadian. He a Terror Squadian, baby. Let me get to some you of these callers. Big ass TS on his chest. Bling bling. I got MD Philadelphia. What up? Yo, what up, nurse? Now, I just wanted to talk about uh, Tim Zhu versus uh, Harrison. I mean, I ain't gonna lie though. That drone was jumping in there though. He came out the biggie and everything though, uh, Tim. You know what I'm saying? He hit the Jay-Z line with my with my motherfucking name. You know what I'm saying? I but during the fight, they're talking about the fight per se, Harrison and um and Zoo. Harrison was jabbing here and there, like everybody keeps saying he went throwing that right hand. The scorecards were seventy seven seventy five. It wasn't yep. like he was far off. Um, that ring, but people, but that people was ring. calling me crazy when I'm scoring it live, Mike, and I'm scoring rounds for Harrison. They're like, what you seeing? That's you biased. You biased. I'm like, bro, y'all don't know how to score, man. Definitely. Uh, I gave Harrison like round two, round four. Uh, um, no, 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 I gave him round Mike, one. Mike, round one. Mike, hold on. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Y'all gonna just talk me, over his call, huh? Uh, Look at that, MD. Me and my man, bro, we had it five three. Tony, same as the as the judges. Your man said it's six two for Tony. Who? I mean you. I had it 77, 75, Tony. Bro, on same cool. shit actually, the judges had. No, 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 no. I promise you, hey Mike, don't worry. I actually got time today because I overslept. So what I'm you a, mean? I got my go car back. right here. I ain't fucking lying. No. I, no, remember, yo, I used the judge back. card. I'm gonna go back, Mike. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back, Mike. I promise you on everything. He had him up. I do got him up. Seventy-seven, seventy-five. Oh, that's not what the judges said. We had it. They got it. They got it backwards. They got it backwards. But that shows that I'm not far off. That's what I'm saying. Nobody had him up. That's all right. Go ahead, MD. They so hating on me. Nah, so when I seen the pressure that y'all was talking about in regards to the mental pressure that uh, Zoo put on uh, Harrison, Castillo put on pressure, but he jabbed and he awkward. I think uh, Jamel can time him with the jab, and like you said, he moves laterally, but he can fight backwards, forward. I think he's going to give Zoo a lot of problems, but I think Zoo is going to be game. So I believe it's going to be a good fight. I think it's going to sell. I think it's going to be good. I didn't get the opportunity to call in yesterday. Let me ask you this question we've been debating real quick. If Harrison would have beaten Zoo, would that have made the fight with Charlo bigger than Zoo beating Harrison and fighting Charlo? It would have made the Harrison fight bigger. Thank you. There's only one dude. You know, my man literally hates Harrison. I think CYP hates Harrison. He be hating on him. Like, you can't say Harrison beating Zoo in fucking Australia wouldn't have made that rematch dynamite. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm I agree. That trilogy. trilogy. The last thing is, but I, I can't understand is, y'all know boxing. That's why I love this show. I can't believe I watched Oscar De La Hoya, Bernard Hopkins, and Goose, the Hall of Famers, allow Ryan to get into a contract like that. 
I know you probably they, they both did it though. You, they both did it historically. They both did it. Oscar took a fucking. He went down from sixty to forty-seven for Pacquiao, and and Bernard Bernard took a fifty-seven pound catchweight with Oscar and came in like fifty-four and a half. That's a big. That's big for uh for Ryan though. That's big. And the last thing is, I know another caller said it might have been like a fix. I don't agree with that. I don't think it was a fix at all though. I don't think it was a fix. I don't know what the bull Larry said, but I don't think it was a fix. I think just Harrison, sometimes he just aged overnight. And like I said, he was there, though. He could have, but that rain, every time it's like, every time he took a half a step back, he was on a rope. I'm yeah, like, but, but everybody keeps saying that. You know why it looked that way? Because he ain't fucking pivot. All he did was take half okay. steps back or, or double steps back in a straight line. He wasn't doing no lateral movement. He ain't pivot. He did not fight like Sergio Garcia fight at all, man, at all. And... and and we, t we knew he had to fight like that if he was going to win. You can't stand in front of a puncher. The best thing you could do is pivot. If you don't get that punch or something to fucking fear, like something coming back at him, he ain't going to respect you. Have you seen that Saturday night? I know the boy said it was a set fight. The only fight that got me mad I'm still mad about, I know it's old, is when his father, Kostasu, for a Ricky hat and then get up off the stool in the 11th. I felt like I didn't. That's always not a good feeling of mine, though. Always going back to that fight, Hatton versus Lou. I don't know if you remember that one. His dad. Yeah, um, yeah, but wasn't his father his older father. at the time? At the time, Ricky fought him. His father was older already, right? He was a little older, but wasn't to the point where he can't get up the stool in the eleventh round when he was winning the fight. Mm. MD, let me get to some no, other no, callers, no. though. Yo, you know what's funny? He brought up Ricky, and that shit made me think. Bro, we wasn't out here calling Ricky no drunk. That's fucked up what they do to Earl, man. Like, yo, we wasn't calling Ricky no drunk, and my man was obviously abusing alcohol. He was he was ballooning. He was literally the only boxer I ever seen go from fucking 147 to 200 plus pounds and come back down. Bro, and, 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 and let me tell you something, bro. This is legit the one fucking sport that they damn near throw you on a cross and crucify you for having an alcoholic beverage. I mean, not I'll Ricky. Not Ricky. Not Ricky, because I remember a fight Ricky had where they built it up based off that, like, of him being a drinker and him ballooning up and his weight loss and all this shit. It probably was the Sinchenko fight, the dude that Paulie beat. Go ahead, Mike. I guarantee you, if social media was around when Ricky Hattie was fighting and he was drinking and he was online getting drunk or he had stories coming out where he got in a wreck, folks would be calling him a drunk. Bruh, kid. social media exists right now. You seen Kel Brook doing bumps and throwing uppercuts yeah, and ain't nobody man. shitting on him. Bro, bro, I made a video about Kel. I made a video about, yeah. Because we talked about it? Ain't nobody. We clowned him. He was wearing like another boxer's shirt. I'm like, damn, my yeah, man. Yeah, but ain't nobody calling him. And he got on the Ali shirt. Come on, man. Danny, bro, I made a hit video that mic. About I don't think your fucking mic hook connected. Punch it. Hit it. Tap it. Top. Top. Like I thought. I ain't connected. Come on, man. Go in your settings and click that mic. But, 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 bro, I fucking lost my train of thought trying to help him with his damn but mic. I made, I made a video about Kel oh, Brook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not shit, connected, bro, bro. but Danny, connect your shit. Go ahead, then, Mike. And I remember. I, made a video. I remember what I said. I remember what hey, I said. Fuck it. You, fuck it. Yo, they call, they call Earl a drunk. They never called. 
hat and the drunk. So Mike says, if social media existed, they would. I say, social media exists, they ain't crucifying Kell Brook. He say, yes, they are. I say, who is calling them a cokehead? Because that's the equivalent of a drunk. I could have a drink and not be an alcoholic. I could have a drink and be a drunk. You know what I'm saying? Now my man doing bumps. Ain't nobody calling him a coke head. That's all I'm saying. It ain't no equivalent. Where? Everybody call him coke on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Yeah, I ain't seeing that shit. Bro, Mike, I'm, we was talking about a, it on this show. Yeah, but we ain't calling him a coke head. And kind of being right. And somebody put coke versus eggs. Yeah, that egg shit, Funny. though, I don't know. Connor said that that was a WBC. He going crazy off that shit. Man, Connor did something or had something in his system and he should be held accountable. I don't know, Mike. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta motherfucking, you know, just think with logic here. How the fuck is a dude that tested positive got this much power? You know what I'm saying? Why is the WBC, according to Connor, making shit up, but also clearing his name? Something somewhere... Something got fucked up, and they feel like they Bro, owe him. I'm gonna be honest with you though, like who give a fuck about Kell Brook at this point? We were talking about be Ben. Really a, a, a case in point, like we talked about it when we seen the video. My man was fucking uh, doing the shoe shine after after that shit. Hit his <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like we definitely talked about it, bro. But who the fuck is Kell Brook at this point? Like, truthfully, nah. I mean, he got a fight coming up with Conor Ben, and he just beat Amir Khan. Who give a fuck? Who give a fuck? Domestically, is gonna be as big as Eubank Conor Ben was. This is a big nah. Like that. That country loves boxing enough that Ben Brook is still a big fight. Not to us, cause you know Brook been washed. That was a stadium fight. But. But think about it. Brooke is, hey, Brooke hey, is probably hey, Harrison. No, nah, you're right, though. Connor Ben, let me tell you that Connor Ben and Chris Eubank fight was huge. That was going to be the first fight in the history that we know of where there was a public catchway and rehydration club. And they were cool with it. You, I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of course. You know what I'm saying? We ain't never seen it. So this is the first fight where that was going to be done. You know, not Tank Ryan, but now Tank Ryan because Ah, of Tank that, said, you know. fuck that. I want to I wanna break records. I'm doing that now, shit y'all first. Niggas know, y'all niggas know how sad I was when fucking Eubank got knocked out, man. Man, that shit, that shit me, was crazy. That Liam, shit hurt me, though. I was like, Liam out here man, shocking like, the world. Dude. Liam out here shocking the world. I got callers, though. The CYP sent a counterpunch because I see him there again. Yeah, Copy. yeah, he said cash out. Uh-oh. Like Go that. ahead, champ. CYP, what up, my nigga? How you doing, bro? He about to tell us why he don't hate Harrison when he know he does. What up? What up? What up, Mike? What up, man? I, I didn't know that was you when I clicked off. What, what's happening? Man, long time, man. Everything good with you? Oh, yeah. You, you know you know that. You know you know me, man. I'm always trying to get better. And my life is great. I can't complain about nothing. Nothing but these motherfuckers in the chat. <laughs> Listen, um, so I was, you know, I do my research and shit, and I looked up trilogies, man. Only one trilogy did better than the rest, and that was Pacquiao Marquez three. But in between two and three, Pacquiao, <laughs> Pacquiao fought Cotto, Hatton, De La Hoya. He fought a whole bunch of superstars in between two and three, 
it became literally the man next to Mayweather. Anybody who was fighting at that time was doing big numbers. So I, I get that. But everybody else, the Leonard's, the, the Ali's, the, 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 the Roy Joneses, all them trilogies, they didn't do that well. Even Wilder Fury 3 didn't do as good as 2. So recent, past, whatever, they just don't do well. And there aren't, and to keep it real, there's only one dude who does pay-per-views between two brothers, and that's Earl Spence. He's the only dude who could do that. And them numbers would be like 3 to 2, 250 to 3. And Earl Spence fights popular guys who are more popular than Harrison is. So my, I'm coming from the angle of pay-per-view. Would Harrison Charlo 3 be on pay-per-view? And if so, would it do good numbers? Looking at the numbers, no, it would not. Tim Sue versus, versus Charlo could be pay-per-view. Will it do good numbers? I don't know. But the point is, will they put it on there? Because we always talk shit about what somebody oh. didn't do, but you, you never had a chance to be on pay-per-view. At least get a chance to have a pay-per-view fight. Do we think that Charlo Harrison 3 will be on pay-per-view? It doesn't have to be because... Nah, you know, Zoo, you, nah, you Zoo, 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 I ain't gonna lie. You make a point because sitting here thinking, ain't no way Charlo uh, Zoo not gonna be on pay per view. That That's a lie. Money gonna be there. That's a lie. Nah, nah the first nah, fight wasn't on pay per view. The first fight wasn't on pay per view. What are you talking about? It was scheduled for Showtime. Yeah, but I'm saying now we've seen now we've seen uh, Zoo headline in his home country do a pay per view in his home country sell out in in his home country. I'm saying that we wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we see if we see him um you know after beating Harrison. I don't know that under Thank any you. circumstances, even with Tony Thank winning, you. I don't know that Charlo Harrison. But you gotta think on. about it though. If Tony would have won. Tony would have got on TV after that win and called Charlo all kind of names. Got the fans ready and ready for that fight. And the press conferences alone Mike. on pay-per-view worthy. So going into the third Mike. fight, coming off of a big win, I think it's you. Mike. I, I, I think y'all missing it, man. Mike, the dudes who, who get hyped about shit talk are the dudes who bootleg fights, okay? Let's be real. The dudes who get hyped nah, off shit talking nah, are the dudes bro, who boot nah, leg fights. Bro, nah, Motherfuckers bro, don't show don't. up and buy pay-per-views who get hyped off shit talking between brothers. Let's be real. Them dudes bootleg fights with their broke asses. They always talking about, yeah, what we want to see. And then when it comes on, they bootleg it. Trust me, we know this to be true. I mean, we know this yo, to be true. Hey, hey. I mean, both me and Mike. All I'm going to say is, I'm not saying that Charlo Zoo for sure on pay-per-view in America, but it's sure going to be pay-per-view, at least in Australia. And and that's a Thank lot you. more than what the fuck, you know what I'm saying, had it been Charlo Thank Harrison. You. I'm not guaranteeing it's going to be pay-per-view in America, but let me tell you, they making a lot of money. They really pushing Australia. They doing what Thank they you. had to do. And that's why, bro, let me tell you, the fucking ticket prices for Tony Harrison and Zoo was not too far off from the ticket prices of Ryan and Tank. Like, I looked at those ticket prices. The fucking ticket prices ringside was starting at, like, 5 Gs, 4 Gs. You know, obviously, hospitality that come with a lot more drinks, food, and all this other shit you don't get here. But, yo, they really pushing it. So, it may not be pay-per-view here, but I think that it'll be pay-per-view somewhere versus Charlo Harrison may not be pay-per-view anywhere. Let me ask Thank you a question, man. TYP, real quick before you go. Yeah. Right. If Deontay Wilder wouldn't have went viral for that till this day line before the second fight with Fury, do you think that fight would have did 800000 
Um, what, what, what are you talking about? Which fight are we talking about? The third fight? No, the second fight. Before the the second fight uh uh came on, they had oh, press okay, conferences okay. and Wilder okay, went on yeah, that yeah. rant, Radio Raheem to this day. Without that, oh uh, no no no, uh, oh, yeah. no no no, I, I agree with you. The, that helped because it ignited a group of people. That's a race of people. Shit talking don't ignite no race of people. Like that that shit Harrison did is how much more shit talking could he talk when Her- when Charlie already beat that ass. It's not going to sting the same. It's just going to be funny. It's not going to sting the same. Come on now, man. We just, some, some of us some of us don't get fooled by shit talking twice. Some of us don't. Some of us do. But yeah, if you got a low IQ, you, you believe Harrison. I don't believe in that shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm done, yo. Y'all, y'all got it. Y'all got it. <laughs> they going to hate on Harrison, man. It's only yeah, him. Everybody else want that fight. Everybody else love that fight. He the only one. I'm telling you, he the biggest Harrison hater I've seen. Info McGregor. Joe. What's up? McGregor, uh, McGregor Mayweather. Yo, yo, yo. Everybody thought fucking Conor was going to win, but people were excited by how he was talking, and that probably led to more buys on pay-per-view. So for TYP to say yo, people yo. don't get excited or people don't buy based off animosity, uh-uh. <laughs> I just be like, bro. Not okay. to mention that you sitting here saying you like shit talking. You obviously buy. I love shit talking, and I always fucking buy my pay per views. Info, what up? What up? What up? What up, my boxing brothers? What up, Mike the Gross boss in the building? What up, Danny? What up, Ness? What's, What's up, up, champ? Let's Ain't get no it. Show. What, up? what up, champ? What up? Say that again, Mike. Ain't no show without Say Info Joe. That's right, that's right, that's right. We might have to clip that. <laughs> Yo, let's get into this boxing. Uh, Ness, I disagree with you. Uh, I think that if they put Boots in Philly, he would sell out too. Yeah, and I the, the 2300. Hey, I think he'd do great. Uh, and I would pick Triple G. I don't know. That's a 50-50 fight, him and Belonga, man. I've seen that sparring with him and Lubin, and I know that's just sparring. You don't know how many rounds they went. That's just a short clip. But Lubin was putting hands on Belonga, man. <laughs> so I don't know if he can beat Triple G. I don't. I, I think it might be a 50-50 fight. Uh, on to Tony Harrison. I wanted to see the trilogy, man. I think if Tony would have uh, beat Kazoo, I would have won. I would have wanted to see that fight. Uh, and far as Kazoo beating Charlo, I got Charlo all the way. Yo, why are you pronouncing that. it like Harrison? The T is zo- solid. I'm at Kazoo. You and Harrison funny as hell. <laughs> Tim Kazoo. <laughs> Oh hey, shit! Man. Look at the, the 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 pronunciation police and shit. Oh, that's Brandon. That's Brandon. That's the West Coast only, man. That's the Brandon. No, motherfucker, I'm talking about you. That's Brandon, not me. Brandon doing that. So hold on, it's not the zoo. Nah, it's zoo. Tim Zoo, it's like Z O O. Why the fuck they got a T for? Oh my bad. Shit silent, homie. No, it, it's silent like the GM lasagna, bro. What's the <laughs> <you talking to? laughs> GM lasagna? Somebody was saying that shit about Berlanga <laughs> yesterday. I was dying. Go ahead, Joe. Oh my god. Oh, that's all right. Hey, uh, if I would have seen the best version of Tony, I would give. It's kind of hard to judge 
uh, uh, Zeus based off of it wasn't the best Tony. So I got to go with Charlo 100% all the way. Uh, but that's all I got, my brothers. Man, everybody have a blessed, no stress day. Shout out to all the callers and everybody in the chat. TBV is where it's at. Peace. Let's go. Info Joe. Thanks for calling in. Let me see what we got on Discord. Spider Rico from Love with from Oregon with Love. What up? Good morning, guys. Good morning. It's good to hear Info Joe. The OG. Yeah. Mike, how you doing, bro? What's going on, Spider Rico? This is uh 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 man, you got me forgetting your real name uh because hey, look, of this look, shit. I got you. Esteban, I Esteban. Hey Mike, when uh when I first started listening, uh you was on the show and it was lit. I liked it. I still do. But look. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Yeah. Uh Danny, you still there, bro? Nah, he cut out, he gotta get his coffee. Danny here and there. You should keep Mike on the show. I feel like old times. <laughs> but listen, we in the future now. It's like Tony the Tiger uh, and Kangaroo. That's what I like to call them because they be boxing. Those uh, Australians. These are tribal people. You see what they done to uh, Montana Love? Yeah, when it got real, Montana wasn't playing that shit. These Australians, they'll take it there. Where, uh, what happened to Tony, uh, Kangaroo, he could do more. That was just the beginning because Tony didn't want to take it there and he had to. And look what happened. It's, these, these are tribal people, savages. So it's not like no other white boy being privileged and all that. No, it's not. It's different. Uh, and it's like, uh, but the style that can beat kangaroo is like a Philly style, a, a person that has rhythm, like like a Crawford or like a a Philly fighter, that where they they're like almost like a snake, where you can't time it and then they snap on you. Because uh, like the style like Jermel and EJ, these are athletic fighters, but they don't fight like that. They fight with fundamentals, and they break you down. And that's the same as Tim Zhu. That's what he's doing. He fights. That's their fight. Tim not afraid of them. And they not afraid of him. But that's their style. But the style that's going to really beat Tim Zhu is, is a Philly. So that's what I wanted to say. I wanted to say more. I thought, I thought uh, you know, Harrison fought a good fight. But when it's like... When a fighter be fucking around, he loses chi. And that means like he not he can't even think as sharp as he can think to control his body. Because them Australian bitches, they be bad. And uh who knows, you know, Tony probably he had to. Well you be he had to hit one of them hoes. <laughs> he was across the country. So that's that's a part of it too. And that's okay. But yeah, I'll talk to y'all later. I'm gone. All right, all right. Spider Rico. We going out to C-Dub, True Road Tide. What up?
What's up? Not the greatest. Not the greatest. Now it's better. Cool, cool. That's what's up, man. Shout out TVV. Smash that like button. It's free. Man, it's like the old days. We got Mike the Gross, the boss. What up, man? Good to see you, man. Good you in good spirits, man. You on the up and up. Shit, um, I agree with... Yo. Yo. I, said, what's good, homie? Uh, I was just saying what's up. I ain't like asking no question. I was just like, what's up? Then like, bye. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think I just need to get all this Bluetooth. Yo, yo. How the uh, audio? Way better. Yeah, way better. Go ahead. It was the, the car Bluetooth shit. But yeah, man. Is it Everything is up on the what up you and got up, a man. Geo Tim Zoo, I, I agree with Mike. I agree with Mike though. Tim Zoo, if if Harrison would have won, it would have been much better. It would have been um I mean much better for sales, much better for the build up, much better for Charlo Harrison three. You know, you got a trilogy. You know, people it's, it's familiarity with, with that fight. So it would have done better as far as sales go. But I mean I also agree with Ness. I mean, it's just you never know if they do a stadium out there in Australia. I don't think Charlo would go to Australia, but hey, man, it's a big stadium fight in Australia. You go over there, and you you know it's going to be an easy win. I got Charlo stopping Zoo, so hey, man, it's a it's a it's a win win. It's a win win, you know. What y'all what y'all thinking? He should go to uh, Australia or he should stay in uh, America and do do a fight in Vegas? I mean, it's already in Vegas. You heard Tim Zoo at the end of the fight. He fucked up and said. I'm coming to Vegas, America. So it's 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 happening oh, in Vegas. Okay, so it's already been predetermined. Everybody know what's going on. I okay, mean, it was well, in yeah. Vegas before, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah, it was regular you, showtime before. I don't know why we talking this pay per view weirdness. If you yeah, are yeah. the undisputed champion, like nigga, you gotta come see me. I ain't coming to see you. I mean, I, I would go over there. Any undisputed champion should go over there. If the money, right? If they gonna yeah, give you, if they gonna this. give you, you the gotta, millions, might as well. You gotta, you look at look, look at your boy stepping foot and going all the way over there for three million dollars. You can't, right, right, it ain't, right. you know, that shit don't That's come a easy. New way though, a new way is a superstar over in a, a, a Japan. I don't think Tim is on a new way's level when it comes to like popularity. Well, I, I'm sorry Japan. to, I'm sorry to break it to you, champ, but Tim Zoo is the biggest Australian fighter there is in the world. Yeah. Is is he? He? That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, it, oh, it, it, it oh Steve, Steve Sparks? Steve Sparks? Is he? No, I'm just saying. We've seen Camboso fight Devin for a lot more money in a bigger stadium. Did we not? Boom. Cambosos became a champ, and he never had a hometown fight this big without a belt. But did we not? No, I'm, show, I'm showing you that he isn't as big. Why? It took him to come to America, go on the road, get the belts, and bring them back to get value. Mm -hmm. Tim ain't win no belt. He doing this off the muscle, last name only. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. People... Let's, let's not whoa, forget whoa, whoa, that whoa, 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 name. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, that whoa, whoa, name. Oh, go ahead. He telling me how somebody got there. I don't care how you get there. It's a fact that he got paid more money than Zoo and had a bigger crowd than Zoo. Is it not? No, it's not a fact because you comparing you comparing two contenders versus. Uh, undisputed fight. No, I'm not. No, yes, I'm you not. are. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, you I'm are. Comparing, I'm comparing two Australian boxers. No, you those two different events. 
It's undisputed the first time in Australian Again, history. You telling me how somebody getting there. No. I'm just talking about No, the I'm telling you circumstances. I don't care about the circumstances. I mean, it all, all relevant, all relevant. It wouldn't be no event without Devin Haney's belt making it undisputed. But the facts are the facts, oh. though. At that time, it no, was that is, belt. that is a fact. That is a fact. That is a fact. It wasn't Camposo's belt. Based off the numbers. Brother, let me tell you something that you obviously forgot. Let me tell you something you obviously forgot. Cambosos could not get the money from Australia because it wasn't him or Lou DiBella or ESPN. It was Australia. And they wasn't cutting the check unless the name was Loma or Devin fucking Haney. So when I tell you it's circumstances, it's fucking circumstances. Now for Zoo, he did it with no belts, with no government assistance. It's different, Again, but I we could you could win. Though, bro. You could win. We we talking about actual numbers, man. Mm -hmm. You say he's a bigger fighter. Uh, according to the numbers, he, he's not yet. Bruh, if if Zoo fights for undisputed the way Cambosos did, if if that's the point, because you comparing you comparing two different events. You comparing two different events. If he wins. If you want to compare, I'm, if you want to compare events on the same, boxes, if you want to compare events on the same playing field, you got to compare Cambosos to uh, to to Horn and Pacquiao, and it came up short. Horn and Pacquiao had more people. I'm just keeping it real. You you trying to cheat? You trying to put my man up? It's like prospects go against prospects, contenders against contenders. But in this analogy, he like fuck it. Let's do an undisputed champ versus a contender. They ain't never win a belt. And that, and then that's his first former world champion on his resume. Like, stop cheating, Mike. You cheating. I mean, it's just, it's just, you it's just cool, man, to hear y'all go back and forth, man. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's crazy that, you know, Zoo, I don't know if, if he's a PBC fighter or not, but he, I mean, Showtime, look at it, man. Showtime got another, another mega fight at the end of the year that they can do, man. Look at that, man. Showtime just coming along, man, after all the reports of going out of business. Now it's just fight out the fight. You know, they put on the biggest fight of the year. Now they got another mega undisputed fight in the weights, you know, ready. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, shout out Showtime. Showtime Boxing, here to stay. You know, PBC running Stop the game. Stop gangbanging networks, man. This motherfucker wearing Showtime flags now, and now shit. Y'all weird, Here's man. the like button. It's free, man. Y'all weird. Why can't y'all just like boxing? So strange. It's Paramount Plus Showtime. That's the new name. <laughs> they, it's just so funny, man. Uh, Jacob, what up? Jacob, go on once. Yeah, what's up? What's up, Jacob? What's good, Jake? So, guys, what we talking about? Boxing. Oh, nice. Who doesn't like boxing? Jacob, where are you calling from, bro? Why aren't you in school? <laughs> Yo, you got to go, go, go to school, little buddy. It's, uh, it's what's day. your excuse? What up? Damn, let's just cut him off. I was trying to talk to yeah, Jacob. Man. <laughs> Nah, go to school. Yeah. Cut his ass off. My man, two years old, man. What's your you excuse? 
If you can't count to ten, you can't have an opinion. Not no, only that, he's a fucking like amazing uh, groom. So why why wouldn't he jump into his call? All right, I'm gonna go back to him. Jacob, what up? You know what we talking hey, about? What's up, bro? Look, his dad went to go get him. They ain't even ready, man. They playing. Yo. Who this? Nas. Who this? What's your excuse? What up? My hey. excuse is I don't want to go. <laughs> See? I told you. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah, bro. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Jacob on free break. <laughs> Yo, Ness, I'm listening. You tripping if you think hey, you you tripping if you think Berlanga is gonna beat Triple G, man. He could barely beat Angulo. All right. Listen, let me tell you something. You know, I got amputated a few years ago in a motorcycle accident, oh, and it's wishful thinking. Listen, it's wishful thinking. Waking up every day thinking I'm gonna grow a leg. That's what's gonna happen to Berlanga, thinking he gonna beat Triple G, bro. That's wishful was, thinking. That I got a some, that was hey, some hey, dark I, I got a higher chance. I, hey. Hey, I got a higher chance of growing a leg than him betting Triple G, man. Come on. Get the fuck out of here, bro. No way, Jose. You're going to see. How, it's man? He, he barely like beat Angulo. Because it's moments like this that define boxers when their back's against the wall and the world think that they can't do it. Danny was a 7-to-1 underdog. You just said he had four promoters looking out for him, trying to get hey, him. Hey, listen. So I, yeah, but you know what? He ate. Believe in him. Yeah. Ness, Ness. Yeah. Ness, yeah. Promoters Ness, believe you know in what? the dollar signs he represents, Mike. Promoters believe in the dollar signs, but the fans Ness, like you don't Ness, believe he, he could fight. Ness, bro, hey, Ness, what? Ness, listen. Ness, what promote? What promote? What promoter don't believe in Puerto Rican dudes? They know they put them in New York and they sell. They're just using them, bro. Hey, if that was the case, so hey, so, that was so, the case. so so they got something in common. The fighter just want to use him for the biggest fight too. <laughs> we got a fine. deal. We hey, got a deal. Hey, and that's fine because you know Eddie's overpaying everybody. He overpaid uh uh what's his name from Philly um that wanted to fight uh Davis uh Tevin Farmer. You know he 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 overpaid Farmer for how many fights? He's he's just trying to get those names well, to well, to dip but in. But you gotta understand that was a necessary evil, right? They never was doing business just with Farmer. The ultimate goal was always to get Tank on the zone versus Farmer. They thought that it wouldn't be that hard. They didn't know. Eddie bro, didn't what, know. Hey. No, listen, you got to listen, bro. Eddie didn't know right, coming to America that Al was going to fucking blackball him and not want to do business. Eddie's been able to do business with Bob, with all other promoters, with, with, with Oscar, with Lou. He didn't expect not to be able to do business with Al, and his point in signing Farmer was to get that big ass fight that we never got. You know, the black, okay, the slick enough, black fighter listen, versus the the black fighter. You know, the shit that Mayweather what, avoided forever until Mosley was. What Puerto old. Rican fighter doesn't? What Puerto then Rican he got fighter in there doesn't with old sell, ass man? Berto? Hey, look at Jose Jose Vargas, bro, man. He gets knocked bro. out twice in a row. He's still selling. Stop, stop clowning, man. Josue Vargas ain't selling like Berlanga, man. You tripping right now? You, Berlanga's got the backup of. Yeah, I'm not hating, man. And but it's I'm, all just, good. I'm just saying it's all good. They need to be hated. Sometimes you can't get to a next level like Andre Ward with love. You need the fucking hate, bro. I'm not. I'm not hating. I, I want the guy you to crazy. get his money, you, and he you, and, and you, he's, he's you got back somebody. You is hating. You ain't even giving him the benefit of the doubt. Like you, you talking Dude, about. Right. You talking listen, about he got listen, no it, chance. 
He, how, the how the fuck the, is boxing? Tw- how the fuck is boxing? He got he's a fucking big ass puncher. He's fighting a forty year old dude, but he got no chance in your eyes, bro. You a hater? I mean, don't bro. Be he's, mad. I mean, I, I mean, yo, he, hey, he's got a chance, but he ain't gonna be. No, him, man. you I mean, say yo, he ain't got G- no chance. Listen, you say he ain't got no chance. All right, chance. so let me. All right, so let me. So let me take that back. He's got a puncher chance. Yeah, I got a puncher's chance of beating Triple G too. Nah, no, you don't. Everybody does. You no, do you too. Don't. No, I don't. Berlanga got a better chance than you and I because he got a better yeah, knockout right, that, ratio. That, 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 that's fair enough. But, yo, Triple G has never taken punishment, man. You can't say he's 40 with punishment. What punishment has he taken? Bro, how long you been watching boxing? Triple G fans was trying to lie saying he was getting hit on purpose to get big fights. You talking about he never took punishment. Motherfuckers always hit that man. He wasn't hard to find. What you talking about? Yeah, but he, he ducked Laura but he for his whole career. Now we know the truth. He actually finally vacated a belt to show us he'd been ducking Laura uh, for hey, five, hey, seven who, years. Who's not going to duck Laura, man? He, he's going to make everybody Canelo. look silly. He made Canelo, Canelo look silly. Canelo never ducked him. That's who. Canelo never ducked him. That's who. And, and did he not make he him look forced. silly? Nah. Nah. I went back you, and watched that You don't that think fight. he made him look silly? At first, I thought, I thought differently, and I thought that Laura mm-hmm. probably won. But I watched that fight, like, Mad years later on this show as a film study, man, Canelo schooled him. I don't think he schooled him. I think he barely beat him, but I don't think he schooled him. Schooled him. You can't be on a back foot barely landing jabs. You can't just do footwork. (laughs) The fuck? You got to land punches. But listen, I got to get to somebody else where you at. I mean, what's your excuse? We love you, though. Call in manana. Uh, Mad bet. See Mad Bet Sieng. Yo, I can't wait till they give Berlanga that Triple G fight, man. Y'all tripping, man. Y'all tripping. What's Triple G's biggest win? Jacobs? What else? Jacobs got to be number one, and then you got to put, I would say Murata number two, bro. (laughs) That dude retired. His biggest win was Rob Brandt, who beat him. Man, get the fuck out of here. Y'all keep dreaming, man. Y'all keep dreaming, man. I mean, a lot of people thought he beat Canelo the, the first fight. I ain't never think that shit. Never think that shit. Copy cool, what up? Did I go to yeah, you? Yeah, what's going on, Did fellas? I go what's to going you when on, was man. yesterday's call? I'm over here blanking out. Say well, again? I ain't go to you today, right? Nah, nah, nah. That was yesterday's call. All right. Talk to us, champ. Yeah, man. I, um... Couple things, man. I felt like uh, I felt like Harrison got exposed. One trick pony, man. They took away the ring from him, and you see what happens, man. He just got smothered. Didn't know how to react to Zeus pressure. I was the first one to sit here and say that that Harrison was gonna knock his ass out because he got dropped by Gausha. But hey, listen, you know, I guess I guess that with that smaller ring, it it, it it changed the whole atmosphere. And like you said, he wasn't turning. He wasn't doing nothing. He was going straight back, which uh, allowed him to get popped too much. And then again, like he just he abandoned his whole uh his whole uh 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 arsenal. He was just trying to throw a pity pat jab and wasn't throwing the right hand, but then you know he got he got countered one time with the overhand right and then just stopped and abandoned and just tried to outbox him with no movement. But anyway, um I don't think Zoo becomes that big of a star. I think uh I think Charlo's gonna end that real quick. Um it's like you said, the name is the name is what's going to carry him along, you know. Um, he's going to get him some fights. He's going to become a contender. But I think uh, Charlo 
I mean, again, I think that Charlo, that last name is the only thing that has allowed him to fight Charlo anyway, because I don't feel like he's done much besides being Harrison, obviously, and a small ring um, to actually uh, get that that title. But um, talking about Berlanga, I, I, honestly, I'm I'm probably the only one that's gonna say this, but I'd rather see, I'd rather see uh, Berlanga fight Usaki over uh, uh, over uh, Triple G. I think that's a better fight, and I think that's Ooh. a winnable fight. Ooh. Usaki, Ooh. Usaki, am I saying it? Is that Venezuelan kid? Uskatagi. Oh, Ustatagi. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that fight. That shit ain't sexy. Ain't nobody coming to see that shit. Puerto Rican Day Parade. <laughs> I'm saying it's, it's, a, it's from a Bolivia bomb burner, or some and, shit. Yo, and I just want to throw out that he not returning that weekend. Just to throw that out there. Yeah, he what? ain't fighting yeah. that week. He ain't fighting that weekend yet. Yet, I bet you top rank close their fucking books if they make Berlanga Triple G. They closing their books. Tell her. But tell what her. venue? What? So what venue though? Because we, we, we do it at the Barclay. We do it at the Barclay. Even though Eddie got a, a partnership with MSG, well, 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 Berlanga Triple G bigger, and, and guess who? Guess who? Triple just guess who? Uh, MSG like better than 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 Eddie. They like fucking Triple G. He got a long I, I lasting history. No, with no, that, no. Though. I hear you, brother. I hear you. I'm just saying. I know you've been gone really quick, so I just want to fill you in. I just had Evan <laughs> Corn on the show who confirmed to me that Top Rank has. Um, Puerto Rican Day Parade and December, the Heisman Night on lock with MSG every year. There's a contract. That's cool. So they, say, they don't got a Puerto Rican, though. That's it. I just... What part What part of the Puerto Rican Day Parade don't you understand, champ? All right. They can have a date, bro. Just like you said on this show plenty of times, just open your thinking camp and remember, promoters could put a hold on a date. That don't mean motherfucking thing. I don't care about your contract. You got to actually have an so event. The fact, so you the gotta fact have that they an just event. Bro, I'm just saying, they announced their fight for that weekend like three weeks ago. What? What fight? Berlanga ain't announced nothing. What fight? T.O. and fucking Josh Taylor. Man, that shit ain't going in the big room, man. You that know that. That's small room. Because of the That's playoffs. Crazy. Because of the playoffs. Because of the playoffs. You're right. They fought that. If it's not going to the big room, it should be over in England. That's crazy Bruh. that they're doing 4000 for that fight. Mike, it was supposed to. Listen, it was supposed to. And, shit, and... it's a whack fight, man. Don't nobody want to see that shit. Ain't nobody clamoring yeah, for got, that shit. I got Josh. You I got, got, Josh, you got Josh Teller been out for like two years. Like, man, get that shit out of here. Then you got the I'm other dude. I'm not saying it's great, dude. I'm just fucking saying. they. You feel me? They got two of before. Don't nobody even call in could. to talk about that shit. We talk about That's Belanga great. Triple That's G great. more than motherfuckers calling here to talk about Josh and Tio. That's great. Yeah. I'm just letting the facts be known. Yeah, but I, I mean, again, I think that that I mean for a step up fight, I feel like that that would be a better bet for him, or or or, or give him give him a fucking we don't, we don't want no step ups, man. We can't get up for step ups, man. We can't get up for step ups. He need that step up. We, we can't get that big. But that's what I'm trying I'm to tell you. Some fighters not built for small time fights. They need the big fight to go all out. You just trying to feed that boy the wolves. He gonna get hurt out there. <laughs> My man, 40 years old. By the time they make the fight, he probably 41. And he how long he been out the ring? He got dropped by the Argentinian kid. You gonna try to put him in Bruh, the ring with Triple G? How long he been out the ring? How long Triple G been I'm, out the ring, man? 
How old Hello, is who? he? Hey, nah, nah, oh. nah, nah. Hey, just because you ain't know that Argentinian, though, that Argentinian was beating the shit out Billy Joe for the title. That's when Billy Joe was a 168-pound champ. I was there. Oh, Ain't nobody needed to tell me that. That Argentinian was good. I thought that Argentinian kid was going to knock out Berlanga. Gotta be honest with you. Let me get to What's some up, other Bobby? people. Uh, <laughs> let me answer right, uh, Chase the coin. He said, no, you talk about Edgar and GGG. But when I do, y'all talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So that's just the point. It ain't like y'all tell me to shut up. Y'all actually talk about it with me. So don't be mad. Don't be mad. We got... Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? If you're on blog talking, you're like, damn, why he ain't go to me? That's because you ain't pressed that number one. Gotta press that number one button. That's gonna let me know you're ready to rock and roll. We'll get you on the show. And yeah, man, you get your opportunity to talk your ish. We going out to Las Vegas. Who's this? Yo, it's Filthy Dick Frank from Tin City. Come on, chat. Oh, this Frank Steyer. You did sound like Frank Steyer. <laughs> Yo, oh. what's up, guys? He did sound I'm like Frank. Frank Francis, what up, baby? Frank, why why Danny over here trying to act like Berlanga can't steal that fucking Madison Square Garden? Frank, let them know y'all got a contract with that shit. They told me that so much so, that contract is so much so that they've already explored the options for the MSG sphere here in Las Vegas and it ain't even open yet. Bro, I, mean, I seen I mean, that shit. I that shit Berlanga looks sick, bro. Feeling. That spear shit, that if... A fight is going to be incredible in there with, with, 18, with all the... 18,000 in there. And the sound thing that goes around the stadium with the with the cameras and shit, that shit's going to be tight, bro. I swear to God. Frank, is it true they pull in T.O. Josh Teller because nobody cares? I mean, not for Puerto Rican weekend, I don't think. But it's a, it's a good fight, man. It's both guys. I think it's a, about as even as it can get right now. I think if you looked at this any other time, Josh would be the heavy favorite. Uh, but but I think because you mentioned, Ness, that he's almost a two-year layoff, I think it evens up the field, puts it in New York, and, and makes it a closer fight than it than it would be. So I don't think we're excited about it now, especially with like all these other fights going on. But but I think the only way Berlanga could fill up the big room is if he fights Canelo or Triple G at MSG. I mean, I think that's the only way. I don't think, you know, maybe him and Danny, Danny Jacobs, uh, that that might do a little bit. But I don't know him and, and anybody else fills up the big room. Frank, being as though we've heard all these uh, stipulations on the Garcia fight, um, how do you feel about Tank fighting some of the potential top-ranked fighters like Shakur and Devin, do you think that based off these negotiations, that's probably not possible uh, because of the stipulations and, and, and just the way that it'll make negotiations tougher? You see, you know, the winner of this fight being able to negotiate with anybody and get in a fight with any fighter, regardless of promotion and or network. Well, I mean, if he fights Devin Haney for, for the undisputed crown, it's, you know, I don't think he can go out there and manipulate and, and, and dictate terms such as 
what he's doing with Ryan Garcia right now. Um, you know, you got to bring something to the table. I don't think Ryan is bringing uh, nothing but his popularity to the tank fight, which is, a, you know, it's, it's a prize in its own. But, you know, I don't think he could pull that kind of stuff with, with Devin Haney. He may try to with Shakur Stevenson, but Shakur, Shakur's team, top ranks, they ain't going to play that shit with him. So it's, he's, he's getting away with it now. And, and should he win and should this be like a, a crazy successful event, you know, Tank does have um, bargaining power going into it. But, you know, not with Devin Haney, not with Shakur. I don't think they're going to allow that shit. Mm. Can you see any of those two fights happening with Tank this year, being as though Ryan and him are fighting this early, and if he wins, there's no rematch, only if he loses? Unlikely, but but I could see this fight happening, one of those fights happening next year, I think. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily see Devin Haney and Shakur Stevenson either fighting this year, but it's something that's on the horizon probably in 2024. I would think Tank fights Ryan Garcia – uh, then maybe does like a, I don't know, a Pitbull Cruise rematch or something just to kind of get that out of the way. I mean, that's if Tank wins. I'm not sold on that right away, but I think he just fights whoever's next in line on the, the, the PBC roster, Mayweather roster, whoever's in that division around there. I think he's just going to show, you know, flex his muscle that he, he could fight anybody and his event can be in a, uh, be a success. But if the De- if Devin wins the Loma fight, uh, you know you got to make it this year, or else you know he can't hold the weight till next year for undisputed. And if you drop well, look, them belts, Devin... then you're really gonna let Tank manipulate the the stipulations because now you don't have that bargaining power. I can't I can't speak for Devin, um, and I definitely can't speak for Bill Haney, but. I think they'll tell you, and maybe they'll agree with me, but I would think, you know, if if Devin, after Loma, doesn't have the the right fight, because, again, Devin's the undisputed king, so he can kind of, you know, he could call the shots. If he doesn't want to, he doesn't have to relinquish any of the belts. He can hold on to the belts, go take a fight at 140 real quick, wait for uh, a, a viable opponent that's, you know, going to be successful, come back to 135. He could do something slick like that. That's, you know, it's kind of like what Tank has. So maybe, you know, Devin, Devin beats Lomachenko. Then he maybe fights somebody at 140 just to test the waters there. And then should Shakur or Tank or Ryan Garcia or any of these big names want to, you know, that are around for a mega fight to do an undisputed title fight, then, then that's something we could see maybe early next year. Why yourself and my boy Ortiz, man? What's going on with Jamaine? Jermaine, oh, I'm not – listen, Jermaine's a dangerous guy, bro. Like, that's a dangerous guy. Nobody – look, nobody's in a rush to fight him. You know what I'm saying? Nobody is. And and I think you can ask any of the top guys at 135, you know. So, he's he's out there. He knows what, what, what he showed in his last fight. Um, eventually, somebody's going to take the fight uh, to go up against him, but it's probably not going to be the type of fight Jermaine Ortiz wants. But you know any of these type of top guys? I mean, you know, and I'm 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 big fans of everybody at 135. All the top guys at 135. Um, Jermaine Ortiz is is trouble for any of them. So it's you know he's just a victim right now of the 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 Ryan and Tank fight. He's a victim of 
uh, Devin and Loma and, you know, Shakur Stevenson and um, uh, what's his name? Yoshina. But I could, I could probably like, I, I could see him fighting someone like Shakur Stevenson uh, the end of this year. So, I mean, I think that, that, that would be in the cards. I think Shakur is the type of guy, you know, he'll fight any of those dangerous type of type of fighters. Not saying any of the other ones will, but you know, they're, they, I think guys like Devin Haney, Tank Davis, Ryan Garcia just have like bigger fists to fight, bro. They want the biggest, you know, uh, paydays and opportunities and, 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 and legacy type of fights. Well, let me let me erase Tank and Ryan out of there. I'm just going to put Devin in that category for now. So, Loma Devin in Vegas or what? Is it, is it really happening? We're hearing more and more reports. Yeah, Vegas, man. Vegas, champ. When's the official press official. release? I'm, I'm not. I, I mean, I don't. I, if you saw anything official, I, I mean, I, I I speculate that it's MGM Grand May 20th, Las Vegas. I don't. I don't have anything official. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say, don't be surprised if you hear that coming soon. I, I don't know if everything's all done. The ink's dry. I don't know if everybody on, on each party, you know, uh, agreed on what, what's, what's in their contract, but it's happening. It's happening May 20th, uh, unless something, a wrench is thrown into the plans and this goes somewhere else overseas then, but, but I would, I would bet a little bit of money right now on, it's taking place May 20th, MGM Grand. You think in this pay-per-view? Um, that I don't know. I, I Listen, I'm not a fan of, of pay-per-view anymore. Me neither. You know what I'm saying? There's so many subscriptions. Uh, I think, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that the, it, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work like it used to be. So, you know, we're, we're all becoming old heads because of the Floyd Mayweather system. Um, the Oscar De La Hoya system where these guys, and even the Mike Tyson system where these guys were selling millions of pay-per-views and, you know, nobody's cracking a million pay-per-views now. I just, it's just because the times have changed and there's no regular cable and satellite like it used to be. Um, I just think, look, if you got a subscription to whoever's carrying it, man, give that shit to us for free. We don't pay for the Super Bowl. We don't pay for the World Series. We don't pay for the NBA Finals and stuff like that. And give us the big fights for free. I mean, if we're paying 20 bucks, 10 bucks a month for a subscription to your channel, I think that shit should be included. So, Frank, um, do you think there's a world where, I mean, it's probably definitely a, a no answer because of who Mayweather is, but... Um, like Carmel Moton, is there any way y'all could do like a a a, a co promotion with Moton? I mean, with you guys having the experience promoting sixteen year olds, but you know Mayweather still having that name, like he's taking Tank over the top, regardless if they're together or not. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts on Moton, and and you know, would that ever could we ever see a day where? Where Floyd and Bob co-promote a fighter, even if it's just for like the first never. ten fights too, right? Like, is that a big deal? Because yeah, to use never, that machine of ESPN to, to to get that Moten name out there, man. We were talking about Kamel earlier, man. He's just so special in my eyes. I think that kid's a star, man. The kid is is in shape. He he boxes like he's a, a world champion. He. He, anytime he's in the in the top rank gym, he sells out the gym. And what I mean by that is, when he's in there sparring, 
all eyes are on him. Everybody stops what they're doing and watches what Carmel's doing. 90 ring. seconds. So, um, I don't know. We Let's see where Floyd Mayweather is as far as a promoter um, when Carmel does turn professional. I don't know what that timeline looks, looks like, but I would think, you know, Floyd is a, a very good recruiter. I think he does have a good eye for talent. I think over the years we've, I, I would say underrate some of the, the stuff he's done. He's, he's, He's found, he's signed to Mayweather Promotions, a couple of very talented fighters. 60 seconds. Fighters that become world champions. Um, I think if he's back in Kermel Moton, uh, the odds are that kid is going to be a superstar in boxing. So if, if, if Floyd, who I believe is a very smart man, if he was, if he really wanted to take, take care of his fighter, if, if, if Kermel in fact is his fighter, uh, he would put him in the top rank system at least for the beginning of his career. At least but you think put him in there you with. think that would be something that all parties would agree? Like if Floyd was okay with it in his mind, you don't think Bob and Todd would turn it down? You that what, what it, what's in it for? What's in it for all parties? I mean, you're you know Floyd. That's why I was going to ask. And, and like, what, why ten would top seconds. Rank? Why would top rank help out Floyd Mayweather? If 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 there was something in it for top rank, let's say uh, Floyd says, "Hey, look, we want your development system. We want to use the best matchmakers in the world. That's top rank. We want to use the best platform in the world, which is ESPN, and we want to get this guy shining. We want to take our time with him because let's face it, if he's going to turn pro, he's going to turn pro at seventeen, maybe eighteen. Um, then." You know, you don't want to rush something like that. He could get injured. He could get, uh, you know, he could get burned out. Life's going to happen. We don't know if, a, 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 you know, a relationship outside of boxing is going to come into his life and, and, and take his mind off boxing. So there's there's a lot of factors you got to put into it, but you want to take your time with a kid like that. You don't want to rush him and say, hey, we want to make him the, the, the youngest world champion in, in, in America or something like that. But um, if, if there was something in it for top rank, if, if there was something to where when he does become world champion, that top rank has an involvement with him in some way, shape, or form, I'm sure we could do business. But just to go in there and use our development system and then, you know, go off and, you know, do his own thing, I don't think that would be – honestly, I don't think it would be beneficial for, for all parties. So, But you never know. Like I said, seeing about a year from now, I haven't – I haven't heard of many Mayweather promotion events happening. I mean, I know they're in there incorporating with the PBC events and stuff like that, but we haven't seen them Sam's Town shows in a while. So, you know, let's see where he is a year from now. Let's see if that's something Floyd's going to do. And, and you know, if, if he's smarter than, than, than he is, then he'll, he'll, uh, he'll get down with top rank, bring that kid to top rank. But uh, you guys have signed 16-year-olds. Why Why are you waiting? Is it respect for Floyd? Because, again, he's an amateur. He obviously ain't no paper on him yet. So whoever makes him an offer can make him an offer. My – look, you know, my job is to run the top-ranked gym at this stage. I did have a little bit of uh, – in the past, I did do a little bit of recruiting here and there. I did mention his name. I did mention, you know, what I believe his situation is and being attached to Floyd Mayweather. Uh, but I did let some of the, you know, the people that are involved in the recruitment process, the top rank know that this kid is out there and he's very special. 
And if we could, let's let's you know make a, a, a an attempt to grab him. Now, if Top Rank wants my assistance to you know speak to his his father or his management, whoever's representing them, um, they haven't reached out to me yet to do so. So I don't know what they're doing. I'm I'm not aware of any courtship or anything for Kermel Moton, but I 100% would not be against it. Uh, I mean. I know you can't tell us much, and, and this question might put you in an uncomfortable situation, but how'd that sparring look with him and Shakur? Uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's two different levels. Look, you're at, you're at a level of probably the best American amateur fighter in the world and going up against the, you know, the most skilled American professional in the world. You know what I'm saying? So if, if, I mean, who's the best NBA player in the world right now, in your opinion? That's uh, Giannis or what? what was the yeah, you gotta ask Mike uh, on sports. Luka. That shit. <laughs> I would, it's I would like, say uh, like, right now, Embiid like or, or Giannis. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go with Giannis, man. Giannis is probably unstoppable. So it's like Giannis going against like Wimbin, Wim, uh, Benyama, right? The best, no, I would say Giannis going up against the best high school player in the in the nation right now. And, you know, the, the, the oh, best cool. high school player in the nation is probably going to, you know, give him a little bit of, you know, give him a little something. I'm going to say any problems, but give him a little bit of something. But at the end of the day, the professional, the MVP, the, you know, one of the best players in the league, is I would think, is going to uh, prevail. But it wasn't nothing. Look, Shakur is a very uh, respectful um, fighter when it comes. He doesn't take advantage of younger fighters. Uh, I, I know he was utterly impressed with him, as was the other professionals. I know Keyshawn Davis has sparred him in the past and, and spoke very highly of, of Carmel Moten. But, you know, I'm, the one thing I can tell you for sure is Carmel didn't go in there and, and thrash Shakur Stevenson. So it's that definitely didn't happen. But, you know, the, the kid went in there – uh, I don't know how many rounds they did. Maybe they did five rounds that day, but the kid held five, his own. Four-minute rounds, though. I hear he they can... were four-minute rounds. Yeah, yeah. He he can hang with the best. I mean, we don't. I like I said, I don't. I don't like to speak on sparring. I mean, Ness, if if you were there, um, then I would. I wish I was you there. Know, you and I. Could, I wish I was there. You and man. I could. We we could kind of like discuss it a little bit, but um, n- nothing. You know, nothing dramatic happened during that. It was the the kid got great experience being in with one of the best fighters in the world, and you know Shakur Stevenson got a got a glimpse into the future. Let's just put it that way. I mean, honestly, man, to be 16 going against uh, Shakur Stevenson, and from like what you're saying, it sounds like it was somewhat competitive. That says a lot a lot about the kid and how far he's gonna go. Yeah, man. I just hope he goes, man. I hope that they, you know, again, do what they... Like, I would like to see the Xander Zayas, the the, the Gabe Flores, the Devin Haney route. Turn him pro now. Put him on TV. Let the world see him because he... To me, it's like he's tanked, but with more punches, more output. And obviously, I said it could change because he's got an amateur style, maybe, even though I only see him spar pros, man, so... I'm sure he's adapting with that spawn. I don't know. He's he's special. And he's got a look about him. Yeah, he got that nobody tank look. Like he he look. Yeah, he, nobody looks like him. 
and he's got a smile and he's a good talker. He's 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 not as like you know you know Tank Tank gets that love because he doesn't say much and when he says something he's got like personality to it. But Carmel can speak. Now nah, I like him, man. I you know I'm hoping for a major to sign him. Frank, I don't want to hold you any longer, man. We thank you obviously, but uh, yeah, if you have I anything else, you, Ness. I appreciate you guys. Nah, man, I thank appreciate you, you guys. I, I I never called in, but yo, enjoy the rest of the show. Great show as always. You know, do all, do all that stuff. Subscribe, like, hit, hit all my guys up on the show right now on social media. The boxing voice, best in the game. Peace appreciate out, guys. It, thank man. you. All right, we got a new caller in Virginia. Who's this? Shit, Virginia, what up? Yo. Yes, what's your name, sir? Yo, this is Jay out of DMV. Jay. DMV. Talk to us. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about a few things. First thing I want to say, I appreciate you, Ness. I'm sure a lot of people feel this way that's calling in. Your dedication to, to the sport and everything you do. Appreciate but, it, um, man. As far as the topics go, <clears throat> y'all was talking about Harrison and some people thinking that maybe there is some type of conspiracy there. Some, you see it? But uh, I do know he was looking a little off that he was late. I don't know if there was ever a, a reasoning behind why he came late, but I thought an hour late was a little weird. I and, didn't know uh, I didn't know Harrison came late. I knew we got the fight an hour late, but you're saying he was late to the fight? Yeah, like they were tripping out a little bit before the main event was getting close because Harrison still hadn't showed up to the venue. Hmm. And I know when he did show up, he was just looking a little off. I know Harrison usually has a lot of energy, usually got that little pep in his step, that smile on his face. He was just looking a little down. He was looking down at his shoes the whole time, um, just not looking too comfortable. I'm not saying there's a conspiracy there or anything. I'm just trying to see if you guys found out why he was late, maybe, or if anybody knows. Nah, but my co-host did say that uh, he was two hours late. I had no clue. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know he was late. I, I thought Tim was the one that was late, not not uh, Tony. Yeah, you, you know, Danny Andy just texted two hours that uh that make the whole show go down. So uh, who knows if something actually happened there? I wasn't there. You wasn't there. But we do know that he was late. We don't know why. And if you guys look at the video, he was looking a little off. But um, the next thing I just want to say real quick, Ness, I don't want you to feel like you're missing out on anything. I'm saying you kind of are not being able to go to these different fighters' camps. I don't know if that's true. But at the same time, you you got your freedom of speech. And I love how you and Danny are able to do, like, the good cop, bad cop kind of gig because you can speak your mind freely. But uh, he's a little more reserved on giving uh, an opinion that everybody can get behind all the time. Let me just say that. Mm-hmm. But um, some other things is the, the best fight going on Nobody talking about it a lot, and I'm saying that might be promotion. Promotion is also an issue between Spence and Crawford, but uh, Bovol better be. That's the one. That's the biggest fight in boxing besides maybe uh, Usyk Fury. But uh, I think that fight is just it's just Bovol better be the best boxer against best brawler. We're talking about a, a two belt champion every single fight is a knockout, and uh. Bavol made his 
Yo, you keep going in and out, champ. Are you on a Bluetooth or something? Oh, no, no, my bad. I'm walking around with my phone. I'm not holding it up to my face the whole time. I'm used to having it on speaker. My fault. But okay. I was just saying how Better Beef is, you know, the basically the ultimate puncher, the knockout artist against the ultimate boxer, Dean Bavol. He made his name for himself fighting Canelo. I think that's the fight right there. I don't hear enough people talking about it. Uh, one other thing, just pushing through these topics real quick. I know you guys were talking about uh, Danny earlier. Danny, um, Danny Garcia, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to get on anybody or make fun of him or nothing like that, but I just want to shine some light on Jose Benavides Jr. I thought it was kind of kind of lame how uh, Danny ended up crying at the end of the, the fight. Whatever he was going through, I know he was through different things, but I thought it was real ironic that he happened to be crying I mean, he, after he, beating he, Jose Benavides Jr. Well, it wasn't for it wasn't because of the win. He, he expressed that he was dealing with mental health. Obviously, you got to understand. You got people like me saying you never had a legitimate, not legitimate. That's the wrong name. Nah, you never you, had. You, you never had a big. You right, Ness. You right, Ness. Just let me finish what I was saying because I agree with what you're saying. Everybody goes through a lot of things, and being a pro fighter, someone of Danny's profile has a lot of pressure on him. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but I'm just saying Jose Benavides Jr., I found it ironic that he was going up against him when he broke down and started crying because of everything Jose Benavides Jr. went through. I followed Jose Benavides Jr. when he was maybe like 16, 17, uh, sparring with Pacquiao. He ended up getting shot in his knee, and uh, he, he, you know, represented himself like a man. It looked like he wanted to maybe shed a tear or two at the end of the, uh, the, the, the interview. But um, I just wanted to shed some light on that because Jose Benavidez has been through a whole lot. I don't think enough people know what he's been through and what he's done for the sport. It's amazing. His brother now took his spot and is doing big things. Shout out to him. And, uh, yeah, that's the majority of my call right there. All right, champ. Yeah. Um, I mean, different circumstances, you know, uh, Benavidez got shot man he he put himself in a situation where where he you know that 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 set back his career um but yeah man i i don't know danny was going through mental uh health shit bro and uh it is what it is man you know sometimes you got to cry brandon what up yo what's going on ness chilling Mike, what's up, baby? Yo, B, what up, homie? What's going on, my guy? How you been, champ? Man, I can't call it, man. Just going from goddamn back when he's a back when he, man. You know how I get down. <laughs> Dig that, man. The legend. Hey, glad to see my bud brother back on the panel with Ness. Got some classic memories with you two on this show, man. So I'm glad to see y'all back. It's crazy, all them, um, all them years of fighting, and uh, that fucking fight still ain't happened, bro. They terrible. Yeah, man. It's crazy how you even came oh, around, yeah. too, to, uh, to Terrence Crawford, too, man. I, I love mean, it. I mean, I, I mean, know, right? I hey, Mike, with, hey, Mike, Mike we've been facts. vindicated, baby. I go with the facts. I go with the facts. I gave Earl his time to clean his side of the street, and, and you know, he taking too long. <laughs> like, it don't make no sense now. It's, a, it's too much shit. Then made me buy two eighty dollars shirts and still no motherfucking fight. 
They ain't trying to push a third hey. one. I ain't got a third one out coming and shit. That shit crazy. Man. Hey, as long as you as long as you seen the light, don't matter how long it took. Fact that fact remains, you finally saw the light. And that's um, I'm gonna try to cook on the main topic because like you guys always do, you guys turn one topic into fifteen. So I'm gonna talk about Charlo. I do want Charlo to stay his ass at one fifty four. Ain't shit at one sixty for him. No point of moving up. He's not a super duper big 154 pounder, so I don't think he has trouble making the weight. Tim Zhu is the fight to make, I believe. I do believe uh, Tim Zhu winning would have been a better fight or a bigger fight than Harrison winning and them doing Harrison Charlo three. I think, I mean, just look at Tim Zhu's, look at the shit. He had fireworks. He looked like AJ, bro. He had fireworks. Yeah, fire. He had his name in fire. <laughs> yeah, all like they they really invested in dude. And when you look at his box wreck, he's been headlining his own cards for like what the last six, seven fights in arenas and stadiums and shit. He's fought decent names like Jeff Horn. So I just think the bag will be bigger fighting Zoo. The fight will be more competitive. And we've seen Harrison get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, it's going to be some good shit talk, but I think that chapter is closed. He beat uh, Charlo the first time, and Charlo got his lick back. We don't, I don't think we wanted to see number three off the strength that we thought it was going to be very competitive. We just thought that the buildup would be entertaining. So I do think Zoo is the fight. If not Zoo, right. Sebastian Fondora. I, now, if you want to ask me what fight is bigger between Zoo and Fundora for Charlo, right now I'm going to say Tim Zoo just because. Well, Tim is I next. Think, That's next. You know, Fundora would have to be after that because he's the WBC. You know, unless he loses to Mendoza, which I highly think is extremely possible. And I think PVC dropping the ball with promoting him, man. They need to do. They need to put this dude on a big pay-per-view card, let some people really get eyes on him, because he's got a good, I'm not going to say gimmick, but he's got a good sales pitch. He's tall and skinny. He's throwing a lot of punches. He's Mexican. They got to take advantage of that shit, man. I don't think they've done a good job of taking advantage of what he brings to the table, where I think Zoo's team has done a better job of um, showing what he brings to the table. So, I do think sky's the limit for Jam uh, Jamel Charlo at 154. He needs to not try to let these fights marinate too long because that's what happened with the Jared Hurd fight. He had a big fight brewing with Jared Hurd. He let Jared Hurd get a tune-up in, and the tune-up ended up whooping his ass in J-Rock. So he don't want that to keep happening. They can't keep fumbling these big fights for him. So fuck a tune-up. Your hand is all right, nigga. Go right into that Tim Zoo fight after that. If Fundora could get through Mendoza, which ain't gonna be an easy task for Fundora, go straight into that uh, Fundora fight. And then shit, what? Man, he's... Then what? Then by that time, you probably got some 47s moving up with big names like a Spence and a Bud. Nah, man, you give and... Xander a shot after that. Xander number six Zan... in the WBO. He number six. How many six. fights Xander got right now? It don't matter. He Puerto Rican. Don't matter. He number six in the WBO. Charlo only fight once every year or once every 10 months. Xander at this level fighting three times a year. Right now. Not ready yet. It don't matter. Right now, Zim is, Zoo is the, the interim. So he, he gets removed in the rankings from number one. 
That means number one is vacant. Bakaram is there. Harrison is number three. He gets removed because he lost. Charles Conwell there. So Conwell and Bakaram could do something, but Conwell might not because he's already number two in the WBC. Josh Kelly Zander's next up. Bro, I'm telling you, my man getting a shot by the end of next and year. And Brandon, am I missing something with Mendoza? Because I honestly think Fendora finna beat the shit out that man. Yeah, you missing something, but we ain't going to tell yeah. you we going to make this bread. Tell what me something. Yeah. Okay. What you... He tough, what, he why he's going to match that know. energy. I don't know he why gonna, you he got sleeping some pop. You'll see. He got some pop, and he going to be right there to bang. So... For one, I was never big on Rosario ever. Yeah, no, and, that's and, true. That's true. And uh, and Fandora, I just haven't seen improvement from the Jamonte Clark fight, which he had a draw until now. He 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 has done got better. And the way he punches, bro, like, no man, it's gonna be tough to stand up to him for for damn twelve rounds. On anybody in at, at one fifty four, that dude comes with the leverage, and his shots are like. Those skinny Deontay Wilder kind of like sniping shots, like those come fast and sharp. And I just think uh, Pandora is gonna be a hard out for anybody. He is, he is. I'm picking him to win, but it's not gonna be an easy task. Man, like I said, Mendoza's he's punching, and he's gonna match that energy. He's gonna be there to bang, bang, bang. So, if so we got a firefighter in our hands. Like, think about that. If you're willing to exchange with Fondor, you got to be able to get your shot off and reach him. But he going to have shit coming back at you nonstop, too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, they need to do a better job of fucking promoting that so it could be a big fight for Jamil next year, end of this year, next year. That's what I'm saying. Jamil, like I said, Jamil's in position to, to be a throwback fighter that stays in his weight class and dominates it like a Bernard, like a Triple G. He ain't got to move up. So, but they got to they gotta do, do a good, better job of promoting these guys. I mean, you got Charles Conwell. Uh, he's in the mix. You know, he caught a body in the ring. Shit, promote that. He need a Kinda, motherfucking, he need a motherfucking win, bro. I would just went through his resume. My man only fought... Abreu, who who boot stopped, he can't even stop him moving up in weight. And yeah, he, he broke fought, his hand. And then he, he broke fought, his hand. That fight. And then he fought Patrick Day, where he made a name off himself for catching a body, but that's it. Like he need a, he need a Mendoza, he need a Fandora, he need somebody. Yeah, he need he with yeah. Lou Debella ain't getting no fights. Yeah, he ain't getting no catching fights. bodies and shit, I, man. I want to see Pro Brady and goddamn Sabrina Matias. That's my fight. And before I go, yeah, as far as Conwell, Al Heyman, stop letting these Ohio fighters go to these other fucking promoters. You're supposed to be grabbing up all the Ohio boys, Al. Come on, man. Go go rescue Charles Conwell and get him on the PVC, Charles man. Conwell, man. Look he out done, for he the done, He done the ball with Benjamin. What's my man name? That's my call, man. Y'all have a good one. What's my man name? It's like a light heavyweight. He he he, he trained by Prentice Brew and, Mar and Staffo. It's like Benjamin Whitaker or Benjamin Sun. He would top rank. Then he they he fucked up with Tiger Johnson. He fucked up with 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 with, with uh Jared Anderson. I mean, they dropped the whole Toledo Ohio ball, man. Ron Boy, oh Ron just dipped off on us. He said, "Fuck out of here." Shout out to my nigga Ron Boy, fresh. Big Balls Nano, what up?
Yo, what's good with you guys, man? I'm going to uh, just piggyback off the last caller about uh, talking about the Charlos and shit. I think uh, I think they was having a good little run, bro. But they had a, uh, I think they had a fight when both of them was on the same card and the little brother had lost. You know what I'm saying? That, that's when the shit fucked up their little run, in my opinion, because shit, they had a, they had a good momentum going, and then the big brother stopped fighting and shit. I don't even know the last time I seen the big brother fight. Goddamn, I want to see him versus Boo Boo, but shit, I ain't seen that boy fight in a minute. And then the little brother, he just got hurt. But with uh, Charlo and Zudo, I don't really think nobody think Tim gonna do something with Charlo. To be honest, I think that's gonna be easy money. But it's something about this Australian kid, dog. I think this nigga might be for real. Oh. I don't know, but that power looks like it's dangerous. But like I said, uh, if I had to lay money on the wood, I'm going to go with Charlo every time. But if Tim could pull it out, I ain't going to be shocked. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know, bro. It might be something about this boy. He might have it for real. You know what I'm saying? He might be cut from that cloth, but I don't think it. But I might be wrong. Like I said, that's all I got on this call. If, uh, if I had to lay money on the wood, I'm going Charlo over Zoo all day. But that nigga Zoo might be able to pull it out on the upset, though. Y'all hit that like and subscribe button. That's all I got. All right, all right. Mr. CYP. Yo, 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 yo. What up? Yo, yo, I need a couple of seconds for this. You know what, man? I, I've been here a long time, dog. And I, I check out other people's shit, but not really. I kind of rock with just y'all when it comes to this boxing shit. But something I always notice that bothers me, and it's the chats. I look at other people's chats, and them, them dudes be up in there lighting them up, giving the super chats, supporting the dude. And I be like, yo, this shit ain't better than TV video. These motherfuckers ain't better than this. But I come over here, and I realize these cheap-ass, broke-ass motherfuckers, half of them not even members. You can't even do a $2 monthly membership, you fucking bitches. And then you come here, and he allows you to run your mouth and hate on grown men every fucking day that you get up. You get a voice to just hate, hate, hate. And you don't even pay for it. Like, what the fuck is going on with you losers, yo? On the real, how hard is it to get $5 with your broke freeloading ass? Y'all like bridesmaids over there doing sit-ups in the fucking park. Pay you with the freeloading ass. You guys are some freeloaders. Man, 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 look, I might, literally, I'm not, I'm not bullshit. I might talk to Ness in the background to buy the fucking chats for the whole month. Whatever he thinks the chat gross, I'll buy it. And I'm fucking banning all you motherfuckers who get up in here and talk that shit and don't pay. Stop coming here every day to talk and don't super chat. $2, $5, it's nothing. We on this show as a fucking community, as a family, whether you like us or hate us, and you don't do shit. All you do is talk shit every day, and you don't even pay. Wonder why your life is fucking bad. Wonder why you always mad, why your girl ugly, or you don't have a girl. It's because you a fucking hater. At least pay for your fucking hate. Ness might not be as mad as I am, but this is the show I represent, and the chat makes us look bad. Half of y'all dumb as fuck. Half of y'all know what the fuck you're talking about. Some of y'all racist. Some of y'all don't know shit about boxing, but at least y'all got money. Y'all got a credit card. Y'all got a rush card at least. So rush your ass to the super chat. Rush your ass to the super chat. Put that $5 in. George Frost, I'm calling you out personally. You talk shit about CYP begging for money? Me? Everybody know I make break. I ask you, if I'm broke, whatever you super chat, I'll do it. We can go back and forth. Your bitch ass ran. You couldn't put $5 in? You couldn't do that? Here's what you do. $25. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Five of y'all. Put in $5 right now. I'll give $25. We just got them $50 for the show. Something. Something. You motherfuckers. Man, I'm telling you, if I buy this check, 
is off with your fucking heads, people. Don't play with me. That's all I got to say. CYP out. CYP. Uh, Damn, I knew CYP was a big spender. I didn't know he was spending like that. <laughs> that's some buying out the strip club shit. Word. That's that's like that's like what Ja Moran did the other day. Mm. That made it to my timeline that he got fired and, and went to the strip club bro, and spent fifty thousand. No, he didn't get fired, bro. No, he didn't get fired. The dude he let me tell you what he been doing. He been watching too much BMF. He think he big Meech. He think his brother Terry. And and bro, they tripping out here. Let me tell you, cause I don't get it. I ain't never heard somebody make it from the burbs, get rich, and try to go to the hood. It's usually making it out the hood, trying to get to the burbs. Uh, CYP, uh, Brandon sent you a counter punch. And if you're on Blog Talk, you're like, yo, why he ain't go to me? You haven't pressed one. We got a bunch of callers on Blog Talk, but you ain't pressed one. You better do it now because after four hours... They cancel, and then you're not allowed to call in from there anymore. Uh, Mad Bent 100, what up? Mad Bent, been having issues. You watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. Damn, CYP thought he was going to get people to super chat from his little rant. <laughs> you know, CYP, you just got a, a, a counter punch. There we go. We got a caller here in the 917. I think you just called in the other day. Let's see. Let's see. I got to get up out of here because we got to do our 3 o'clock. I missed it yesterday, man. I was tight. Hated that shit. How, how you miss it? I ain't telling you, man. I ain't telling you. David in Brooklyn, what up? Yeah, what's going on, BK NYC? You already know, yo, the Boxing Voice family, what's up, what's going on? Um, First thing I got to say, that was a loyal-ass caller, man. Salute to him. Wow. Sure. That was amazing. Um, I want to speak on, I want to speak on the Agabalanga. You got some high hopes for him, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty curious why, why, why you, why you so sold on him? He, he got like a Jeff Lacey career for me, if you, if, if you ask me. Shit, at least Lacey, Lacey got one big win. Like Belanga ain't get that yet. I, 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 if I read you off his last ten fights, you, I don't, I don't ever think he's gonna get any type, any type of big fights. Nah, man. The, like you got, I'm, he I'm got re. Man. I hear you, I hear you, but you gotta understand, he got signed with the intentions of getting a Canelo fight in his contract, which means that Matchroom has to present him with a fight before that that would make that even possible. So it's not going to be a bum. Like, you either going to see him win or lose. Correct, correct. But but now, here's what people don't understand. So, so, so top ranchers mutually agreed to part ways with him. That right there doesn't look good. That don't look good at all for him. Why so now, not? You just got four offers team. off of that. 
Why I don't look good? You just got four offers and was one of the most sought-after fighters. Your free agency went better than Terrence Crawford's. We didn't hear nobody send Terrence Crawford an offer. He's still fucking a free agent, bro. You crazy? Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford just got $10 million off of fighting a nobody. He's still a free agent. The Black Network. He's still a free agent. You ain't hearing what I'm saying. Ain't nobody sent him no motherfucking long-term offers. They wasn't fighting over him. Mayweather sent Berlanga an offer. Al sent them an offer. De La Hoya sent them an offer. And Matchroom. I don't know what it is that y'all not seeing. Like, everybody's wrong. Top rank signed them the first time. Now every I mean, other promoter fair, wanted them. To, to be fair, once you get to, like, a big, big name, then, like, everybody's, like, a free agent. Wilder just came out and said, hey, I'm an open agent. Andy Ruiz said the same thing. None of, that, none, of that, none of that is the same thing as Berlanga because if Wilder and Andy were really free agents, they'd be getting offers. They, that that going, shit I'm looks staged. I'm just saying what they said, man. They said they free Bruh, open agents. Same. Champ, champ, you've been in this sport now like five years. When the fuck you heard the word open agent, man? I mean, Danny broke that shit down. He being wordsmith, man. Open agent? What does that mean? I mean, maybe it means PBC has the right to match any offer. I hope. Bro, let me tell you I something. Hope. I thought he was auditioning for the next G.I. Joe or some shit. Open agent Wilder. I don't know. But I did see some news that I didn't run with it because it, it don't seem like my audience cares. But it seemed like... Francis. A, yeah, the Nganu news. Yeah. You know, it looked like they're yeah. going to do some sort of two-fight deal or some shit like that. I doubt I doubt they do a two-fight deal. It's going to be boxing probably mainly. And I, Wilder says he wants to get in the demi octagon, but honestly, like, what for what, bro? Are you not, I mean, it, you, and, you're and, not going to be friends with him. You know what's going on. But, but not only that, that how big is that in Ghana fight? It, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think it really proves shit, bro. Let me tell you something, like, like, yeah, it may prove some as far as like, oh, manlyhood and who the baddest in the, you know, combat. But bro, they not getting paid over there. Ain't nobody going over there because that's where the money at. That's you know what I'm saying. At this age, you trying to secure the future for you know the future generations of your of your last name. That's it. I just don't know. Like y'all watch that sport, not me. Like how big is Wilder and Ganu in boxing? Like is it is it gonna be Mayweather McGregor? I mean, I mean, Francis got a name. He he got a fan base. Folks know him. People people know uh, that uh, he can punch and shit. So, I mean, I, I Is think... Is we doing a million pay-per-view buys? I don't think we're going to do a million. Damn! I, I, I would say between five, maybe what? 400 and about, 400 and about 800. I mean, like, now, come on, man. For like, a we, crossover? We live in a new time, bro. This not this shit not going to go two million, three million. But this a crossover. It ain't AI, though. It ain't who? AI. Yeah, crossover. Oh, the basketball cross. Wow. I yeah, just yeah, So Francis ain't popping then. He ain't nowhere near McGregor size. No, nah, no. Nah, he's not McGregor as like a star, but he Let me he tell you something. Ness, Ness, people don't understand. McGregor is bigger than the UFC. Like, there is no athlete you can compare to Conor McGregor. He the is dude, bigger than literally. that. He is bigger than that entire company. He Poor just fact. came to a press conference and did a face-off for a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. He said, hold on, Dana, let me use your thing right quick for this uh, for, for my movie. 
Dennis like, all right, go ahead and use it. You know what I'm saying? So he did a, a face off for like Jake Gyllenhaal and everything. And huh. soon he, he, as he I came seen, on stage, I seen some, uh, I seen some pictures of Gyllenhaal. He got jacked up for that movie. Bro, I didn't, the first time I seen that picture, I was like, damn, they got a new uh, UFC fight over there. Okay, cool. <laughs> then somebody said Jake Gyllenhaal. I said, oh, shit, that is Jake Gyllenhaal. Damn. Yo, you seen, tell me you seen Creed already. Cause you got a wife, you, I know oh, you. God. What? No, I ain't seen Creed. My wife don't work the past weekend, so she had worked like Saturday Damn. and Sunday, so she, How she you go see, see it. Y'all fake and, boxing fans, and, man. And she ain't seen one or two, bro. Mm. So I can't even take her to like go see I it. I think they on HBO. Both of them on, on HBO. YouTube. Oh. Are they on? Yeah. HBO Max? Yeah. You got you. Yeah. Um... I'm shocked so many boxing fans ain't go see that shit. Man, he did so much uh marketing, man. The boxing, man. He and he had a lot of people like from boxing in that motherfucker, man. Yeah. He had uh he Jose get, Benavidez, uh, Nick Queen, fucking yeah, uh, Dennis Crawford. What's my man name? Damaris Michael. No, uh the dude from from from, from Atlanta, he had a little part. The Harris. Something like that. Let me get the CYP with a counterpunch. Courtesy of Brandon in Cincinnati. CYP. Yo, 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 CYP. Let me get to Daniel McKenzie, $5 Super Chat. He says, Laura doesn't have the legs he used to, and Danny is showing way more movement, so that makes it very interesting. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It feels like uh, I don't think that uh, Mike believes Danny could beat Laura. Danny went his whole career at 147. The biggest wins are Guerrero and my man from Chicago. Nah, Malinaji, man. Come on. Adrian Granados. Granados, man. And for me to think that he's going to move up 13 pounds or well, hold on. Catch weight, 155 or whatever they fight at, and beat Laura. I'm scratching my head. I'm like, well, what are y'all seeing that I'm missing? Uh. Is it age from Laura? Is he just too old? Maybe. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought that his fight with uh, Jose Jr., bro, I felt that that was his best performance in years. I thought he looked sharp the whole fight. Man, and... Jose leg done got worse. Nah. His leg got worse from when he fought to him. Nah, no, no, it didn't. Not it, from it, that it fight. No, nah, I'm saying from from that time to now, it looks like his leg is worse. Like it, I don't know if it's because of the age or just the like the 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 training, but he's not he he's not even moving that great no more. That's what makes it interesting. CYP. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. I want to give a uh, special shout out to everybody who gifted and C-Dub. I see you. They didn't give you one, so I'm about to give you one right now on my other phone because you damn sure deserve one. I ain't never gifted. So I'm going to see it. Let me see. Who do I get this? How do I, do I just click your name or some shit? How do I do that? C-Dub, let me see. Damn, bro. Yeah, yeah I don't now know. Now I'm a member. Shout out to CYP. Now I'm a member. <laughs> I gifted oh, a member. Oh, shit, my, 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 my bad. Shout out to you, champ. 
Hey, my bad. I thought that she was gonna go to C Dub. I, I, <laughs> my my fault. But look, I, 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 wanna, I do want to wanna give a shout I think out. It's just random people that's on there. Oh wow. Oh, okay, my. I thought it was yeah, because I noticed that pugilism. No, I bought and, five. I bought five. I didn't get to pick. It was five random people in the chat. Hmm. Okay, I I know. <laughs> well, I'm glad they didn't give George Foster none with his broke bitch ass. But at the same time, I'm I do want to give a shout out to to Dewey Jones Jr. That's what's up with your five. Jay Miller, that's what's up with your five. And Daniel Alvarez, that's what's up with your five. Yo, it's easy. It's easy for grown ass men leaders of the community, to drop a quick... But that ain't nothing, man. We spend money on cigarettes, weed, soda, all kind of dumb shit, gum, all kind of dumb shit. You can at least drop some money for the entertainment they're giving y'all, especially if you're a truck driver. If you in your truck driving, being entertained, motherfucker, drop that five. Because you spend 50 on that hooker when you pull, when you pull over. You can at least get five. <laughs> right, that, lot list. right. That, little, <laughs> that, that, that little truck stop, right? That little lot list. Uh-huh. You already that know that. Lizard. And you already shorten her. You, are, you already know you shorten her. All day. She asked for 70. You'd be like, man, I only got 60. Take it or leave it. <laughs> so give, give that other 10 to TBB. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't got much on this topic, y'all. I just wanted to light y'all up because I swear to God, this is the best show. He allowed y'all to do much more than the mother motherfuckers who get much more. Remember what I just said. He allowed you to do much more than the other motherfuckers who give much more to do less. Remember what I just said. The mother people give way, they get way more, get less. Ness give you way more and you give less. Flip that shit. Let's start making, let's start lighting this shit up to represent us. Even if you don't like Ness, that's not the point. The point is the chat represents us. So if we in the chat, it represents us. That's our chat. Doesn't matter if you like Ness or not. That's our chat and we represent the show. Fuck them other shows. Fuck them other shows. Let's show them that we got money too. That's all I'm saying, man. And Mike, glad to hear you back. I wish they could work out a way to get you back at least once a week, twice a week, all for good. Because three dudes on there would be good because we need somebody to combat Ness's bullshit. Danny's ag- Danny's agitation, and you know, and and, and you know, you know, what I mean that Danny, you be agitating motherfuckers, talking over motherfuckers, and then Ness, you know how he do, he perfect at that, and then you keep it real, my man. So hopefully we see you back, and thank you to everybody again for not letting my rant go in vain, man. CYP out. All right, all right, I appreciate you uh, and all the love. Obviously, we got a couple super chats we got to go to. Tony T. Uh, sends three shaking a hand emojis and says two CYP with a five dollar super chat. He's also a member, so shout out to you. Uh, we got Big Nick five dollars euros. He says shout out to those who bought memberships and gifted me one. Respect. April first, return of the landlord coming to get his rent. Shout out. Yeah, we'll see y'all there. We'll see y'all there. Damn, yeah, we going to the UK. Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. we'll see y'all there. Yo, and, and I did buy like those, the, yo, I did buy those memberships. Yo, all I ask, go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Midfield Mindset. Link is in the chat. Go do that for me. We got the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix this weekend, so I will be live for that. Mm. And we rocking and rolling. What time? What is that, though? Uh, What's that about? Uh, F- Formula One. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Yes, yeah, some new. Uh, I will be going live at 9:30 a.m. Pacific on Sunday morning, 12:30 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So, yeah. We got CYP gifted one membership to one of you lucky mofo's. Then we got that was me. I I got the I, I got the membership. Then Shout out Danny, to CYP. Then Danny, the co-host, gifted five memberships to you, lucky mofo's. 
Then it looks like Jay Miller. Shout out. Gifted five memberships to you guys. And Dewey Jones Jr. Gifted five memberships. And not before T... I was about to say TYP. Not before CYP sent a fat $25. They called it the TBV Show Fund. Shout out to CYP for the love and support. Uh, looks like we got S. Moro. Shout out CYP, 700, 500. Uh, and then we got New York Bullet, $5 super chat saying support. Uh, let's see. I think we got to James Benitez. What up? Ah, it's five dollar super chat, not saying anything, just showing some love. We appreciate you. Oh, oh shit. shit! We got Damn. NHD with the check two hundred. CYP done started something. Damn, that's some smoke right there, NHD man. Hit me up, man. We gonna send no. you a signed glove or something, man. Bro, I appreciate no, 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 that's that, that's nine US dollar, bro. That's nine US. Hey, dollar. man, he's still showing support, <laughs> man. Hit me up. We gonna send you something, man. What what country is that? Yeah, just I think the check. Oh, I think that's check. Oh, but, oh, uh, yeah. We'll we'll send you something, just not a signed glove. <laughs> Danny, buddy, James Benitez, what up? Yo, Ness, Danny, Mike, man, good to hear y'all, man. Hey, I'm I'm glad to hear the support of the community and everything finally stepping up and paying their dues instead of just trying to call niggas out for border wars or talk shit about the show and the content. Cause I mean, man, all three of y'all niggas may bring some of the best content to the YouTube space when it regards to boxing, man. Yo, Ness, I heard earlier, man, you was giving shout out to Belanga, man, the next the next Puerto Rican face of boxing, man. I agree wholeheartedly with that that two-fight plan with Triple G and then going into a Canelo fight. I see it coming. I've been saying it every day. Been pissing niggas off in the back call with it. And I'm glad you're on the same page with me. Um, also, man, with the Danny Laura fight, it looked like that ain't about to happen, man, because the WBA ordered some other shit for uh, Laura. Damn. That Michael Zafara fight. Oh, yeah, they just ordered that shit today. He getting that. That's to cakes. From being great. That's cakes, though. That's yeah. too easy. They, ain't no network want to yeah. see that shit. Yeah, so with the um, so with Triple G uh, vacating the other belt and everything like that, so is Danny gonna get the IBF shot at 160? And if so, uh, who would you like to see him go against for that? Who's in position for that? Cause they're gonna make Danny a star. So I'm just ready to see this Puerto Rican takeover with Sabriel, Danny, and um, Edgar, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know who Danny fights if not Laura. I mean, if they're going to make Laura fight Safada, I don't even know that PBC going to air that shit. I mean, they, they had Safada a long time ago with, with, with Quillen, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. You know, long story short, man. You know, TBV, man. Thank y'all just for giving us the voice, man. Thank you for the content always, man. And I'm going to stay tapped in. I'm out. All right, all right, all right. James Benitez, appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. Who is next? Uh, what's your excuse? I feel like I got to you, brother. What's up? Did you send a counterpunch or something? What's your excuse? What's your excuse? 
All right. Well, gentlemen, let them know where they can find you. We are wrapping it up. We got the everybody, and I'm pretty sure I got the order super chats, but I will double check those in just a bit. Yep, everybody can follow up. Oh, MD five dollar super chat said truck drivers one hundred emoji TVV one hundred emoji flex emoji. Shout out to MD. Shout out. Definitely uh can follow me Ring Rogue Danny. Make sure to go check out my F one page midfield mindset. It's in the chat and Mike. Bender Bender just you, say he subscribe. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, I definitely. Oh man, like for real. Before subs. I go. Before I go, I just gotta give a give a shout to Demi Danny nigga. 265 to 185. That for real? Uh 260. 260 to 185. 260. That is incredible, bro. Just salute to you, bro. For real, man. For real, man. For real. That's that's for real. It's all about you know what I'm saying, being healthy and shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh for sure, bro. How you feeling though? You feeling good? Yeah, no, I was telling us, and I was all diet, bro, and I've been itching to uh Get back in the gym. I actually just cleared out a locker for myself at Top Rank. Oh, so oh, yeah. oh, oh flex yeah, on them yeah. at, at, at Top yeah. Rank Gym, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, but you heard yeah. he, he said he cleared it out. Damn, you threw somebody yeah. shit out. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just saying, you know, I just made a way for myself. I ain't throw nobody out. Just made a way for myself. Mm. Um. You know, shout out to Frank. But yeah, champ, you know, shout out to Foodie Fit for real because they the ones that make this shit possible. Nessa tell you, we looking at each other like my boy Charlie was crazy, man. But uh, no, nah, they made it happen. Now, I'm actually going to go pick up my order uh, today. So shout out, man. Appreciate Whoa. that. And y'all can follow me over at Mike on Sports, man. Salute to everybody that got me over to that 4,000 mark. You know what I'm saying? We, uh... Started posting a lot of content over the past couple of days, well, past couple of weeks. So, just uh, trying to get that damn shit up to about ten thousand before the end of the year. So, anybody want to follow me? Go follow me at Mike on Sports. Let's we cover go. football, basketball, boxing, and if something else happened in the sports world that's big enough, then we'll cover that too. Yo, but mainly, so, so you doing three. March Madness? You doing March Madness? <clears throat> Probably like recaps, not like individual okay. games, not like individual okay. games, no. No, okay. no, that's that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> so y'all do commentary on the basketball too? What I do is I just recap like the biggest players of the day in like a three or four minute video, like um, mm. the YouTube shit telling me like cut the videos down, make it make it shorter, and you'll get more watch time and more people will be watching this video. For so sure. that's what I've been doing. Well, salute. Congrats on getting to 4,000, man. I know that's an achievement, and uh, it takes some work and dedication, man. Make sure y'all go over to Mike on Sports and subscribe. Catch me back here at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Peace. Oh, oh, hold up, hold up. Arriba Dirch. Looks like my man Mac and Cheese done sent the cash app before we roll out. Let me double check. Yes, sir. Mac and cheese, five dollar cash as he's had. Cannot be a part of TBV for life. Word up, CYP. Shout out to you, uh, Mac and Cheese. So we are out. Peace.